patient, my friend. Afraid, are you? This station is being brought to you via Nolsoft Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcastshoutcast.com. Hi, this is Steve Sedgwick, and you're listening to Star Wars on the Left. Citlan.net, c'est les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Transmissions. A communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come. The coordinate tractor beam is pulling us in. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of fandom. Star Wars fandom. The voice of Star Wars <laughs> if you want to point it that way, you know. I just love the voice of fandom at all. <laughs> Which other fandom does have its voice other than ours? <laughs> uh, a lot of them. Really? Yeah. In fandoms? Well, do they know. have like a, a Lord of the Ring radio somewhere? I don't know. There you go. Okay, well, this is Kit Fisto, my yeah, co-host, yeah, yeah. right here. I got my dear friend uh, Danny Lunatic, the producer of the show. Hello, everybody. Right by my side. And, uh, okay, I just want to say right now that we're going to have a really terrific show today. I got a couple of tests to do on top of things, so that's going to be really funny. 
we're going to be having an open subject after our main subject. So that means after the first half of the show, you have to think of something that you want to ask us or that you want us to do. <laughs> or else we're going to have you pass a test that you don't want to, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to uh, hurt. Of course, we're going to have the usual hyperspace segment, the Star Wars Miscellaneous News, and the community update, the events. Uh, my friend Kit Fisto will now tell you how to contact us. Basically, it's as usual. As usual. On the main page, you can, you can find our email, which <coughs> is studio at swendirect.com. On MSN Messenger, swendirect at hotmail.com. And on the chat, on the link on the main site, which is www.swendirect.com. And Seb, take it away. Actually, I just want to say that right now, we've just this is Justin, we just received, we have intercepted a communication from the uh, National Guards from the U.S. Army, and we want, to, we want you to listen to it, so listen carefully, it's really important. It's, a, it's, a it's about Saddam. It's a, reg- a recording uh, about Saddam. It's a recording about Saddam. General, are you all right? I'm fine. Seems I've created quite the mess now, haven't I? Yes, sir. (laughs) Now, where were we? Ah, yes. I believe you were surrendering. So that's right, people. <laughs> Saddam Hussein was arrested today. Main news uh, everywhere in the world, especially on C- CNN, with Wolf Blizzer, who, just like us, liked to, to spend time in front of a microphone. Uh, basically, that's today's main subject. Star Wars Clone Wars. <laughs> not, to be, not, not, not to mention the, the, uh, the Saddam Hussein arrest. But uh, we're going to be talking about the first part, the first season of the micro-series Clone Wars that has been... Uh, on hyperspace, on Cartoon Network, here in Canada it's coming up in January third, I believe Saturday, January third at eight o'clock or something like that. So I, mean, I thought it was at five o'clock. Is it five o'clock on Saturday? It's sometime. Yeah, Saturday five o'clock. Yeah. Uh, five. Uh, it's in it's in your news, buddy. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I'm talking. That was last him. month. Okay. It's on Saturdays at five p.m. and Saturday at five Tuesday p.m. at nine thirty p.m. There you go. Uh, well. We're going to be talking a little bit about something uh, later on during the show, uh, just before we start the secondary subject, which is which is the Star Wars untitled mockumentary. No, I speak about it now. Damon Picard. Oh, I'd rather talk to it about about it in the open subject thing. Okay, we'll fit in better. It's not worth like talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe introduce it. Introduce it. So basically, people, yeah, that's maybe. right. Basically, what happens is that this uh, dumbass from somewhere in California decided to take his Power G5 and his DVD-ROM and cut and paste some of the making of from Star Wars Episode Two and Episode One, and he decided to uh, input some of the scenes he shot with his uh, like this Sony guys. 8 cam, and uh, it's it's really stupid. We're going to be telling you a little bit about. We it. We went to see it last night. Yeah, because we wanted to have a good journali- journalistic view about it. So we have journalistic integrity. What's that? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't follow don't those rules. It. I don't follow those rules. <laughs> it's more like Do we fall into these rules? You know, since we're, since we're in Canada and stuff like that. <laughs> but 
you got copyright. No, Lucasfilm has international copyrights, probably. You know. Crap. Okay. Well, right now we're gonna go to a small uh, musical break. Right before we come back with the mu- the hyperspace segment, we're gonna be listening to "Don't You Forget About Me" from Simple Mind. Thank you. 
Oh, crap. Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mark. All right, stand by. And we're back on Star Wars on Direct. Now we're going to be doing the hyperspace segment, which is basically spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for the next 15 minutes. So the rules are very simple. You do not discuss uh, the spoilers in either the chat on Star Wars on Direct, SWOnDirect.com website. If you want to do so, you can go to my room one, or if uh, or you do not dis- and you do not discuss them in any uh, forums that are spoiler free. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, just by the way, we're gonna <laughs> say hi to people in the chat. So Adam right. One, Kieran Orn, Kitor eighty four, Raven, and Soho Joe. Yep, that's it. Thank you very much for listening to us right now, guys. And if there are and listeners, <laughs> yeah, and if there are listeners uh, who are not in the chat or are listening but are not in the chat, come and join us. That's right. Uh, so basically right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start a chrono right now and for the next 15 minutes it's going to be on Star Wars on Direct and uh, it's only going to be spoilers and spoilers and spoilers. And the chrono starts now. So, December has been a slow month for the, the, uh, the hyperspace news and a lot of hyperspace stuff and as a matter of fact. Uh, right now, what we learned is that on December 1st, uh, the Ion team is only about 18 to 19 people, said Rick McCollum, though they do have 150 vehicles, objects, and models uh, numerized as of now, which is really good. Apparently, George steps, stops by ILM every, every Thursday, and they take a couple of hours to take a look at the models, and uh, they even open their um, paint department, so they have three paint working on uh, mate painting and stuff like that, five, five mates painting, so... That's pretty good. Of course, uh, they've been uh, working in decors of the Pan- of Panis Veranda, which is uh, a little bit in accordance to what has been actually shot in uh, Australia for the yep. 60-something days they spent over there. Uh, on December 4th, we heard, of course, about... Noel and George again. They were talking about the uh, visage, the, the the faces of the clones. That the, the, which which faces the clone will have in uh, Star Wars. They don't. Episode they three. don't have a Timura Morrison face. Actually, they do, and they were wondering if it was going to be Timura Morrison or Buddy Taylor, which is the one who played the uh, adult clones in okay. Attack of the Clones. So Rob Coleman said that they probably should should use Timura since they have a lot more images of his face, okay. and uh, since he was Django Fett, of course, it just makes sense. And therefore, they're probably going to be deciding to do it with Timura. It's still not, still still in thinking, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Timu. I like that. You short him Temu instead of Temuera. I don't know if you if you guys have ever seen him in the movie uh, Once War Warrior, but it's yeah. really good. Movie. No, the only time I saw a brief apparition was in I think Speed Two, and I didn't okay. see the movie uh, more yeah. than five minutes. So. <laughs> okay, uh, there were a couple of uh, before the helmet images were released on hyperspace this month. Uh, in the past two weeks, as a matter of fact. The first one was actually Anakin uh, sometime during an action scene, and you can see his arm, but you can you don't see, like, his mechanic arm. You actually see his hand recovered by a glove. A glove, yeah. And a glove is so good-looking. I just love that glove. It's really, really cool. 
and uh, now you, you customers have to make yourself one. Oh, customers will be like totally getting themselves on that love. Can tell you that. Uh, of course, in the other image that re- that retain our attention is uh, Pan May, the first actual image of Natalie Portman in her um, pregnant clothes, which cool. is a purple cape, and uh, she has a nice hairdo as well. These guys, these girls at the in the costume departments are like so great. On December 9th, USA Today released an article because Natalie Portman and Bay Ling were both at the pre-premiere for a Cold Mountain movie uh, starring Nicole Kidman and the two actresses discussed a little bit their role in episode 3 Natalie Portman uh, compared a role to the one in uh, Where the Heart Is where she was a, a mother and she said that uh, both roles uh, are b- both are really, really have high responsibility when it comes to survival and the survival of their children so can't wait to see what's going to happen in episode 3 about that. And, uh, of course, Bailing was there, too. And uh, Lids, Ling says that her character help, helps Padme to relax when uh, she's a little bit tensed. Is it pregnant tense? Is it, like, when the babies are coming out? Who knows? Maybe it's something about the pastis. <laughs> if you remember the, the little documentary from before the one yesterday, that was crazy but it's, a, it's an inside so yes it's an inside basically it's would, would, would she be selling it, selling her drugs we don't want no I don't sticks. think so <laughs> <laughs> uh, the biggest actual uh, news that came up for the hyperspace was from Star Wars with a Z dot com where T-Bone d- described all the, the best scenes from Darth Vader being built so let's let's do a little recap first at the end of the duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan, Anakin has yet again lost his right arm. He also lost his, uh, his right leg and maybe his left arm. We're not too sure about that, but there's a big possibility he lost at least a part of it, if not all of it. Uh, Anakin, of course, fell into the, molt- the, the pit of molten lava, and he's really burnt. Uh, pieces of his skin are coming out of his, coming up uh, out of his face uh, it's peeling yeah, it's, it's, it's peeling his lip his lips almost disappeared his face and his his crane are also they got like sick uh yeah seared seared all over that's right and uh they're going to be there for a long time notice the fact that he says they're say he's saved by stormtroopers and they and they not clone troopers and not and clone not troopers clone. and they take him to uh, an, a medical environment but for now, there's nothing new, except the fact that he does mention Stormtrooper again, and that's becoming more and more relevant, because we're talking about Stormtroopers with Obi-Wan, we're talking with Stormtroopers with Anakin yeah. yet again. Uh, so the, the hybrid kind of the clone factories on uh, on Carson are, are producing massively. <laughs> Wonder why. <That's> <laughs> <laughs> Anakin Anakin is taken from the lava, and he's placed directly in some kind of. Uh, I hate when I take when I have to search for my back word. No, no, not back no, no. tank. How do you say that again? In a kind of coffin. A coffin. A coffin thank you. Yeah. Sort of a coffin, just like I, I'm thinking the daredevil. Uh, what Ben Affleck sleeps into, something like that. But that's what I'm thinking. I'm of. thinking more like maybe like in Star Trek they have that kind of rounded coffin. Yeah, the proton torpedoes thingy there. Okay. Yeah. It's actually floating, just like uh, just like Han Solo when he was frozen in. Uh, what's up with me tonight? That's go okay. Go ahead. 
Keep going, keep going. Carbonite, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the uh, medical environment is uh, going to be white and blue, and it's really going to remember you of, uh, of an hospital. Anakin is uh, taken out of the coffin to be placed then in the uh, big back-to-back. And uh, the Emperor is looking at him atten- like really closely. And he, see, he, gives, he gives some order to uh, stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers just vague, clear out, clear out the, 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 the place. And the droids start working on him. Uh, as he's still in the, uh, back to, in the back-to-tank, just like Luke in Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Vader Anakin starts to actually gradually recover from his wounds and his sheer command starts to like feel better and go better but that's what actually leads T-Bone to believe that there's going to be a lapse at the end of the movie where we're going to be covering at least a month in a couple of minutes so we're going to probably going to be jumping back from back and forth you know from Anakin to Padme uh, their death sequences no, I'm no the end. The pregnancy and stuff like that. Yeah, no. You see Anakin getting to the medical center and yeah. it jumps to Padme in the medical center. Yeah, like getting right. birth yeah. and maybe uh, another step. I, I a couple of uh, weeks later when Vader. Uh, yeah, I is think waking they up. do all of the Padme because it's, uh, it's happening in real time as opposed to Vader, which is slow. Yeah. But maybe the, the first part of where Vader is getting treated. Yeah. See simultaneously. Uh, I, I don't think that they Padme get, getting burned. No, no, no. But shifting. Yeah, you're just. I could see that. In any case, Hanekin is finally moved from his back to tank and uh, to to another place of the medical complex. And the colors are still blue and white, but they're more like grayish blue, and you know, bl- darker blue for the for the walls and stuff like that. Just like in the Star Destroyer or in the Death Star itself. So that brings us more and more back to the look of the the, the original trilogy, which is really good. Uh, the uh, table on which Anakin stays is actually about one or two feet above the the floor, and it's on a semicircular uh, foot, so that it can actually it, it it can actually like pivot, and you know they can put him in, in an incline and mm-hmm. work on him. There's like the Frankenstein. Yeah, that's yeah. like the Frankenstein <laughs> table. Slap. Yeah. Oh my god, there you go, that's the link. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> There's about uh, four drivers working on him. Uh, at least three of them will be FX7, just like the one on Hut, which are tubular with about 20 arms around them. And there's not going to be a 2-1 B-Droid, which is... It's just disappointing. Yes, he's going he's gonna to brag about that again, I'm Maybe sure. Maybe not invented yet. Yes. No, but we're going to see in the Insider one day. Yeah. We're going to have yeah. another article. Yep. We're snubbed again. That's right. <laughs> the, uh, the new the new uh, chirurgical droid will be uh, six feet high and it'll have three legs plus four arms. Two of, two of those arms will be a little bit shorter than the other ones, but two longer and the two shorter arms will both have only two fingers at their hand. So probably like claws or something. But that's uh, a lot of details. Before actually uh, having yeah. any footage at all, <laughs> you know? yeah. well, that was actually taken from the the, uh, the animatics that he saw. Okay. So that's why you can tell that. Wow, and he saw them. Well, so you know, some of them are, are being scanned. And he probably stuff. works there also. <laughs> that's the way. Uh, probably from a spy, though. Yeah, but the spy probably works there. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> so Anakin uh, actually like finalized. To uh, 
heal his wounds. And uh, he's going to be... Actually, the armor is going to be put around him before he's actually woken up. And that's where you're going to see him, just like Frankenstein, at a 70-80 degree angle. And the, the armor is going to be posed on him by the chirurgical droids coming out, coming down from the, from the ceiling with okay. a big light. Just like, you know, probably like alienish kind of operation Don't table. throw me. That's no. it. <laughs> and he's gonna, his arms are going to be like almost as if he was uh, crucified. So... Be careful, be careful, George. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no PG-13. Put, put, <laughs> put his legs as well, you know? Like, <laughs> you you want to spare... You, you want to take his legs across as well. Uh, the um, One of the one of the, the actual chir- chirurgical arms will be taking the Vader's, Vader's helmet down, and the helmet will be, po- will be just like... Will be put down? Put down on his head. Thank so we'll be able to see him with the mask and the... Apparently we're going to be able awesome. to see him with the mask. And that's when uh, Palpatine will be given the order to wake him up. And that's when Hanekin dies. Doom, 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 doom. That, it almost yep. fitted with yep. the music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on uh, Friday, December 12th, uh, they, Yoda and, uh, they were talking about Yoda at ILM. George Lucas and Rob Coleman and John Knoll were watching actually... Uh, uh, pieces of episode one where Yoda was walking probably at the end when, he, when he's talking with uh, Obi-Wan and George says that he really wants Yoda to walk more in episode three he, w- he was actually floating up in episode two but they want him walking in episode three so he's going to have to like, keep up with Bale and uh, another, another uh, character probably Mace uh, no it's Obi-Wan and Bale will be walking right next to Yoda he's going to have to keep up with them so that's gonna be pretty interesting. Some of you would do running. You're gonna see the That'll little. That'll be funny. The, the the little ears are gonna be waddling all over the place. <laughs> I can see that right now. Uh, I probably think that Mace and Obi Wan or Bale will really slow down because Yoda yeah. walks with a cane in Episode One. Imagine in Episode Three. Okay, that's right. Well, when you remember you in Episode Five, he still yeah. he still with a cane in Episode no, Five. In, in Episode Two, okay, when he uses the, uses the Force, he can. That's right. Go without a cane, but okay. Uh, of course, uh, they're, they're they're said again that we're going to see new parts of the Jedi Temple, and there's going to be two uh, statues in the in this part. John all wanted to put the same statues as the one put in the Senate back in the episode two and episode three again, but George says no, I want new statues. So John says uh, that laughing at it, he only wanted to save him some money, which comes Ouch. back a little bit to part of. The, the Star Wars mockumentaries yeah. kind of funny in a way that they don't really know in a way they don't really know so what do you think uh, episode 3 is going to be like guys because Great. Rick McCollum said that uh, the first version of episode 3 the one with just like the bare skeletons of animatics people and the, the bare animatics will be available in January uh, but it would be just the, the, the basic cutting yeah, that's the it. scene all blue screen, no effects in them. Cool. And stuff like that. But cool. I, that's what I suppose. But I'm not sure. That's probably what it be. It's going to be... Uh, no, just to see... We'll see. The, the basic feel of the movie without yeah. the effects. So it's over. I have the phrase already uh, written down. Oops. Damn it. No Oops. <laughs> so, okay. That's okay. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be done now. Okay. Yay! So... I love the little music going on in there. Yeah. 
So sure. unfortunately for uh, the listeners, we got to uh, approximately one to one and a half minute delay between between the time we speak in the microphone and the time you hear us. So in the chat, that's why I I tell Sporter off when we're really off. Yeah. Up here and give it one minute for a signal to go through your uh, PC. Yep. And that's about it. And that's about it. So basically, we're just gonna wait a little minute for 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 all of you guys to come back to us, and uh, we're gonna be actually have you hear something really cool. It's the Tatooine TV Christmas special. Uh, that's gonna play. Then we're gonna go to the Star Wars Miscellaneous News with my friend Kit Fisto and um, yeah, because we got like a little couple of things to discuss about that. And uh, of course, the Tatooine TV Christmas special is uh, something available. At StarWarsFanWorks.com, but it's link. It's JRDOnline.com. JRDOnline.com. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but I think there's a link on Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a feature page like Star Wars on the right. There you go. So we're gonna go to that uh, little Tatooine TV Christmas special, The Spy, right now, and we'll be right back with the miscellaneous news on Star Wars on direct. Designs proudly presents the 2003 Tatooine TV Christmas Show. Commander, I have an unusual, unidentified ship appearing on my scope. What kind of ship is it? Unknown, but it is not firing on us, and I do not detect any weapons of any kind. Hail that ship. Yes, sir. Hailing frequencies open. I am Commander K-Rap of the Star Destroyer Auditor. You are flying in a restricted Imperial Quadrant. We demand that you identify yourself and give us your code clearance. No direct response, but he seems to be laughing at us, sir. He sounds like he may be a hut. Laughing? Engage the tractor beam and pull in that ship. I will interrogate the crew myself. Very well, Commander Claus. Let's take this from the top. I do not accept your ridiculous tale of Christmas and your list of good and evil beings on which you have passed judgment. You wear a beard like a Jedi. You laugh like a hut. You are finding this far too entertaining, and I am losing my patience. However, you can choose to make this easier on yourself and give me the plans to your strange propulsion units now before I begin to torture you. Hmm. Propulsion units? <laughs> the reindeer. What about them? Sir, the propulsion units are leaving post-propulsion waste matter. Oh, it appears to be toxic. Oh, it stinks. All right, spy, you have flown into restricted airspace, smuggling contraband goods in a strange sack, and now your reindeers are contaminating my ship. What do you have to say for yourself? By Vader's helmet, that does stink. Oh, <laughs> I'm not smuggling. <laughs> I have a package for you here. Oh, so now you're a courier, eh? Where is this package? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ah, here it is. 
There you are, Commander. A gift? For, for me? Help me open it, soldier. But, sir, that would mean I have to unplug my nose. Oh, never mind. By the Emperor's hand, it's it's a double-barrel auto-sight slow-death burn blaster with an ivory handle. It's what I've always wanted. How did you know? I thought only good people on your list got gifts. Well, you weren't that bad last year. Well, yes. With the rebels crushed, there wasn't much to do. Oh, this... This reindeer with the glowing nose is licking me. <laughs> Why am I crying? It's the Christmas spirit. There, there, Commander. Merry Christmas. Here you are, soldier. Look, sir. It's... It's an air freshener. <laughs> I love Christmas. Me too. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Group hug. Okay. Hi, my name is Peter Mayhew. I play Chewbacca on Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. And we're back on Star Wars on Direct. I hope you enjoyed the Tatooine TV 2003 Christmas special. And uh, we're now going to go to the miscellaneous news with my friend Kit Fisto. Hello, hello. Um, and on the first of this month, Monday, there was the new Attacks of Vader prototype revealed, and it promises to look very cool, so you can go to their website Great. to see it. And, um, Knights of the Old Republic wins one another award. It's really pulling ahead as one of the best games of the year, and I have more to say about it later on, so don't worry, there's more coming. And it won the Golden Joystick for the Xbox Game of the Year. And it was one of the f- two finalists for the Ultimate Game of the Year. And it was also, it was, they're awarded by the MTV UK and ComputerAndVideoGames.com and PCZone.UK, so there's a lot of buzz a- around MTV this. now give prizes for video games? I, I, MTV? That's what it, MTV <laughs> does everything. <laughs> Blast MTV. We don't need no MTV. <laughs> but uh, seriously, I mean... Better the golden joystick than the golden rod, eh? Yep. <laughs> and then uh, Star Wars Battlefront was confirmed. So it'll be available on... It'll be a P- PlayStation 2 exclusive title, which seems strange to me, seeing Woo-hoo! as though it's... PS2 is coming out of its lifespan. Mm-hmm. It should be finishing. Um, LucasArts told GameSpot the game would be available on PS2, Xbox and PS2, but there are some that says that it's an exclusive, so I'm not sure. It's it's still up in the air. And there are pictures on it available on the internet, so look for those. Uh, Master's Replica Battle Damage Maul Saber was revealed, so you can find pictures of that on uh, Rebel Scum. 
it's, it's the the lightsaber chopped off, chopped chopped in half. Okay, it looks cool. Um, and also there is the Young Indiana Jones DVD in the near future. It will have, and the Star Wars DVDs will happen. And I have a possible street date, which is the fourth of November, two thousand four. And apparently, so far, they are listed by Fox as individual, so there's no box set yet, but there should be. In the future. In the near, f- in around then. So I, I think they will sell them individually. <sighs> I don't like co- the way it, that sounds. It, it will cost us more. Yeah, I, I don't like the way that sounds. <laughs> we, we probably won't have a choice. Nope. <laughs> When do we ever have a choice? Never. <laughs> so true. Well, if you if you want action figures, you can get like a vote. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Hasbro has released a holiday Yoda special fi- figure, and Peso of it said has now announced that it will be available to everyone. Oh. So that's cool. And it will be twelve ninety five plus shipping, so that's probably US. Mm-hmm. So probably about I'd say fifteen to seventeen dollars Canadian. Yeah. And probably fifteen euros. Mm. Because of the shipping. Um and so there's a s- limited stock remaining, so act quickly. And uh for Wizard of the Coast they will be releasing a Miniatures game based on the same principle of the D and D miniature set. Um, the entry pack will be for $19.99 Sorry, and the booster pack will be nine ninety nine US. Um, it'll, the, it'll, the figures will be from the classic, sa- from the classic saga, yeah. and not from the prequels. You know, I don't have time to play those kind of games. But damn, I will buy those things <laughs> <laughs> eventually after 2005. <laughs> yeah. Also, the holiday Yoda is available. Was available at Gen Con. Oh, okay. So if you were at Gen Con, pretty sure you can get it for 12.95. Cool. Lucky so. bastards. <laughs> we'll have it on eBay and stuff like that anywhere. So uh, yeah. I'm not worried. They'll probably have it. Astronomical. Astronomical Oh, yeah, maybe uh, later this year, yeah. That's right. Well, they a couple had of C-3PO and, y- yeah. and R2-D2 before Christmas last year. But yeah. I don't think it was a, a fan club exclusive at that time. No. No. That's the difference. But now they they decided to uh, go outside the fan club also. Okay, and in an article from Macworld, they re- recently released, they have a uh, the history, they report on the history of Photoshop, and a lot of... Be- A lot of Photoshop comes from the need for shots from Star Wars. So, because fo- because Star Wars needed certain shots, um, Thomas Knoll, the pro- uh, brother to John Knoll, mm-hmm. programmed things into Photoshop. So, so it would be easier so for the ILM people. For ILM. Oh man! So that's how Photoshop yeah. camera came they, about. They beta test. Photoshop at ILM. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And also, there will be new animated Clone Wars figures. So the animated stylings will be yeah, available soon for the Clone Troopers, yeah. 
uh, Count Dooku, Dirge, and Master Yoda. That's the caricatural appearance yeah. of, the, of the characters. And they should be, they'll hit exclusively at Target in spring 2004, just in time for season two of Clone Wars, which we'll be, we, we will be talking about later. Later, yeah. And then Knights of the Old Republic wins a Spike TV award, which is the video game awards that Spike TV hosts. And they won the first first annual Best Fantasy Game Award. So the sh- the show was on December fourth at nine o'clock. Okay. And then there will be if you go onto the official site, they have a rundown of the new tales for Star Wars the comics, the new Empire and the New Republic. Okay. And there are cover shots and. And uh, apparently, apparently, Republic number sixty-three is supposed to be very, very cool. So if okay. you go onto the official very site, cool. there's there's a uh, summary of all the the three comics and pictures. So it's really cool. And the Green Clone Trooper Sergeant Mini Bust was announced on Wednesday, December tenth, and it'll be the Green Stripped Clone Trooper Sergeant, uh, courtesy of Gentle Giant Studios. Okay. Like the clone trooper, like the captain, like the commander. Mm-hmm. So just the color that the, that the is color, different. Color and the sculpt, I think, is yeah. different. Okay. And then another Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I should have put them all together. <laughs> <laughs> Knights of the Republic, Knights of the Old Republic, was named Amazon.com's Xbox Game of the Year as well as overall Game of the Year. So that means it sold a lot, basically. Yeah. Knights of the Old Republic is the Game of the Year for. <laughs> Almost every... Uh yep, yep, yep. And I have yet to play it. So. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> me too, me too. Gotta play, gotta play, gotta play. I may if buy someone Xbox. If someone wants to send us an Xbox we'll with Knights of the Old Republic... We'll do a review. <laughs> you we'll, know? Do a, we'll do a review. <laughs> Dear Microsoft, <laughs> <laughs> if you could find in your heart... My last letters didn't... My last letters, I, I got subpoenas from them. Oh, it started really? like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Brian, please stop bugging us for. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, th- it wasn't the, it wasn't so nice. It anyway. wasn't so nice. Okay. Um, Gentle Giants will be releasing a new line of Star Wars figures exclusively for the Collectors Club members. A 15-inch tall Chewbacca will be head offline in early 2004 and should be ready for to for Toy Fair. I've seen the pictures. The, the guy sculpting? Yeah. Oh, it looks cool. It looks oh, really cool. Just the, the air is yeah, so detailed. It's, it's very detailed. We keep talking about Chewbacca statues. And yeah. Oh, they're great. Okay. Um, and also, the official site released on Friday, December... Uh, December... No, sorry. There. December <laughs> 11th. Uh, blah. A, gr- a brief description for false piece. A series out of the Jedi Quest series. The book is set for July 2004, so head over to StarWars.com for the summary. Yeah. And lastly, the collectible card game updated their rulebook at Wizard of the Coast on Friday. So you can go down there to get the Star Wars training card game rulebook. And with the Empire Strikes Back expansion in PDF format. So that's that. For the mixed news, did you you didn't uh, talk about Battlefront the game? Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. you did. In okay, 
But there, there's a lot more detail. That there's a lot more detail. Well, it's, 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 it's like Battlefront 1942. Yeah. Battlefield. Battlefield. Sorry, I don't yeah. play PC games. <laughs> now they explain a lot of the, the types of game, how it works. So you can Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be like Battlefield 1942, and you'll be able to pilot different kinds yeah. of. But there's a, a special uh, style of uh, type of game which is called Conquest. And oh yeah. you get to uh, the, the both teams. They they got to conquer all the planets of the Whoa, that seems to like win. Fun. And uh, when you hold a planet more than let's see a number of uh, games, you get a, a special bonus. You can get a Death Star attack or a call for reinforcement f- from Vader or things like that. You know. Cool. <laughs> it seems interesting. Yeah, so well, for for the Imperial side, of course, it's the yeah, uh, Death Star attack, yeah. and for the, uh, the 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 Rebel side, it's the Rebel uplifting. Yeah. I would have seen more something like the Rogue Squadron attack or something. Yeah, but like it that doesn't have the, or the, the pla- wraith. Pla- it should be like the wraiths. Yeah, but it's n- it, it doesn't have a planetary effect. Yeah. Like a Rebel uprising, you know. <sighs> Watch out! Just like Coruscant after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, those those guys were all killed. That push over the statue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that's what you didn't see. I'm not talking about the guys who pushed over the statue. I'm talking about the guys who um, decided to uh, who took like the stormtroopers above their heads and stuff like that. Those people are all killed. <laughs> Which reminds me of something that uh, I'm gonna have to work on a little bit. Uh, okay, well, no, I won't. <laughs> because right now we're gonna go to our main subject. After the break. After this musical break, of course. And uh, we're going to be listening to... uh, What? Yeah, you know. (laughs) He's signing me, you know. He's trying to do just like the the, the clone trooper, the art trooper. So we're going to go and uh, listen to Machine Head from Bush. And we'll be right back to Star Wars on Direct.
Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Hi, this is Lisa Stevens, president of the Star Wars Official Fan Club, and you're listening to Star Wars On Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Stop working on your no, I, little I website. I told you I'm multitask, so I can <laughs> do everything I want at any time. I don't believe that. Okay. <laughs> no, Sebastian is working on, on a, uh, a little website for you guys uh, on the chat just to follow. Actually, there's a link right now on the on the chat, and if you're listening to uh, the 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 archive version of that uh, of the show I'll put them uh, on I'll put the link to all of the forums I can think of and uh, you'll have access to that website because we'll leave it there and it's a couple of images from the actual uh, uh, Clone Wars series that uh, we want to thank uh, StarWars.com for putting up public now on their on their, on their yeah. website I can see it much. now Star yeah, Star but Wars. only uh, have the size at the official website in a small format Okay. If you want to have a really good format, you'll have to actually subscribe to the Hyperspace, which is not that costly. Thirty dollars a Canadian a, a year, and nineteen ninety five, I believe, American. Yeah, that's about what four beers. Yeah, I no, like that. Do you so have to calculate everything in beers? <laughs> <laughs> so you just have to don't four beer range, uh, not to uh, drink. That's like hard in a year. So year. in the 100 and, and a couple of beers you drink all year, just for 100 and a couple. Of <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna stop <laughs> for the beer bragging, <laughs> and we're gonna go to the the actual main subject, which is which is the uh, Stone Stone Star Wars Clone Wars. Watch my screen, you with your microphone. Sorry. So. Basically, uh, I put up like a couple of images just so yeah. we can introduce you to all the characters of the series if you haven't seen it yet. And uh, there's a couple of emails we've received at uh, studio at star at swondirect.com, and uh, we've also put a couple of images from these particular uh, the, these particular requests. Bye, Kitor. He's going to uh, bye bye, Kitor. He's going to listen to our Discovery Channel dinosaur thing, I think. Is your thing? Uh, Recording? It's it's uh, it's fifty. Okay. It's not uh, yet uh, fifty-three. Oh my! Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> There's too much difference there. You know, I just pushed the record button my <laughs> my thing right right now. In any way, uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars were introduced to us uh, by Cartoon Network, of course, and they were also introduced by the Hyperspace Service for those who have it. Because here in Canada, our dear friend Teletoon will not have it before January fifth, uh, January third at five o'clock. Third. Yeah. Fourth, third, third, third at five o'clock. Second, third at five o'clock. Okay, Just I'll slug sure. you if you keep on doing that. <laughs> it's gonna be on the third at five o'clock, and it's gonna be really cool. Uh, of course, we, uh, me, myself, 
and uh, Lunatech here both are subscribers to the Hyperspace service, yep. so we all know about the about the Clone Wars. We've watched them over and over. We love them a couple of times. Well, yes. mostly Especially the at SFX. Yeah, mostly the, six, the, first, the six, first six episodes. Because we were running them in a loop at our... Uh, at our panel, no, not a panel, but uh, a booth. Our, our booth, yeah, our boot. table uh, at the SFX convention. So I got to watch them over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And there's these two boys just stood there and watched. I think they watched the whole thing three or four times at least, <laughs> <laughs> like standing up. And as we said earlier, you know, the the, the, the little kid from a, from one of our friends who used to be the webmaster of uh, the Dark Maul Estrogen Brigade, Dark Cleo, uh, her little son, he's six years old, and he came to the boot and he said he was really captivated by the uh, the Clone Wars series. Yes. And he knows what the word means. Yeah. So he's a really little genius. Yep. So we're going to do a rundown of all the episodes, basically. Yep. Are we going to do a rundown of season two, too? No. Nope. Just season one. Uh, We're we gonna have a show. Uh, we don't want to spoil anyone. And uh, of course, the uh, the thing you have uh, you have to know is that they were drawn by Gendy Tartakovsky and his team over Cartoon Network. He's the one behind the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, I'm sorry. And Samurai Jack, Jack and Dexter's Labor- Laboratory, which is I never which saw. Are really cool. Dexter's I never saw something he did besides Clone Wars. Dexter, I'm missing something with Dexter. Dexter's, yeah. Dexter's really, really funny. funny. Samurai Jack, I believe. I, I, I like haven't seen Samurai Jack. I like Samurai Jack. I don't watch cartoon anymore. Yeah, that's it. You have to wake up. I don't. I don't even. You sleep on Saturday morning now. Yep. <laughs> and, I, and I don't even watch The Simpsons no more. Oh my lord! Yeah, that's it's right. Why? Because guy. we're doing yeah. the show. You have to watch Family Guy though. Yeah, well, I I like Family Guy when I was watching it, <laughs> but it's been a while now. That's right. Okay. So, episode one. It's the intro- chapter one. Chapter, chapter one. one yes. It's the introductory. What you have to know, actually, before we go into that, the the first uh, the first part of the the micro series is half an hour long when you put them all back to back together, because they're three minutes, three minute episodes. Probably twenty three minutes. Twenty six thirty five. Oh, okay, so you did. You, you put them back to back. Yes, I did. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, if you know it's if you think about it about the series as the whole, you know it's going to be like an hour long, and it starts with chapter one, starting with Yoda, of course. So if you have the site, you can actually click on the little image of Yoda and see Yoda on a kebuk. A kebuk. That's kebuk. what it's called. Yeah. Yep. It looks. Ki- it kind of reminds me of a tauntaun. It does. Yeah. But and it's it even makes a ground tauntaun. Yeah. Yeah. A ground. A prairie tauntaun. That's yeah. right. Prairie tauntaun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a more a more suitable temperature tauntaun. Yeah, temperate <laughs> climate. A more hot yeah. climate tauntaun. <laughs> In any case, uh, you can see Yoda on, on his cabbage uh, right there. And the uh, the first part, the first chapter of uh, the Clone Wars, start with Yoda talking and na- na- narrating all the fact that you know the clone wars and are spreading a, a, a around the galaxy the first half the first episode yeah and uh, the Count Dooku uh, is making more and more allies and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's kind of a roundup of the basically it's just like the, the scrolling te- text at the beginning of a Star Wars movie yeah so I'm thinking of the clone wars now more and more as Star Wars episode 2.5 or yeah, I guess. Well, star yeah. a Star Wars movie is an hour and forty it's minutes. It's more long. like an interlude to. Yeah, that's it. Like, but it's. I, I would have liked something like this for Shadows of the Empire. I think about yes, it. so yes. cool. 
That would have been incredible. That's but something they could do on a TV show. Yeah, I think of uh, I think of it about more yeah. as uh, I think <laughs> more as a, a, a Star Wars scrolling text in the first mm-hmm. half. Uh, of course, we the first things we see. If you want to go on the website as well, I invite you to go and scroll to the to the image. But in the commented uh, part, you can see the clone and the Jedi fighters. And the first image is the Jedi fighters you see in the first episode. And the little line of red thingy on the horizon are actually robots from the the army of uh, the Trade Federation. And guess what the cylinders are? <laughs> I'll just let I just let you guess. Um, of course, there there was a little bit of you know manipulation in drawings uh, and in the looking in the look of people and stuff like that. So if you go take a look at the Palpatine look. Uh, Mr. Burns, anyone? <laughs> 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 and the voice as well is really cartoonish. Who would play Smithers? Yeah. Oh, uh, Anakin would be so. No, nah, he wouldn't be Smithers. He wouldn't be Smithers. He wouldn't be Smithers. No. See, no, no. The, qu- the question. Wow. The question is, who yeah. would be playing Homer? <laughs> 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 That's what the question is. Jabba. Anakin. <laughs> Anakin. <laughs> In any case, uh, Palpatine and Padme is well. To me, they're both characters that have been like really budged or something. Can you, you need his remote. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tape a something. Yeah. <laughs> so the dinosaur show. <laughs> if you take a, if you take a look at Padme, you're gonna see that she's been she she's been drawn like really square with real angles on her face, and I don't like that. Females character have to be drawn with more roundish edge to 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 it, you know. It's what? Say I, it. I, I I'm not gonna say it. Okay. Oh I I know I, I know I where you nice. No, I mean like in facial expression. That's what I mean. You know? Their their chin have has to be like more roundish. Just like me. I'm big fat. You know, it's round. It's <laughs> you said it for me, I didn't I didn't say it. That's right. I'm round. And my producer is skinny. And he's more like angle, but I'm round. <laughs> Uh, of course, the bad, ar- the, the other bad thing that uh, our dear producers saw here were R two D two and C two P O. Of course, th- there were R two D two was working on Anakin Starfighter and three P O. Bonky getting the cape over his head, but an instant later, they're both in in Padme's apartment. Really? Yeah. I didn't watch that closely. Yeah. <laughs> they just like. Pop like that, but you know the time that he took to get up there, and the time he took like to t- twitch on the, uh, the, the 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 beginning. He maybe did some the checks on, yeah, on his craft or something. You know? We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's just more comforting. Yeah, I, I won't That's sleep right. now, Danny. If if you hadn't explained that, I, I wouldn't have been able to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's it, and uh, of course. I'm thinking episode the, the chapter one. We see a lot of things that, that I do believe we're going to see again. Uh, if you take a look at, at the, the the characters I put in there, if you take a look at Mace Windu, he's supposed to be fighting on Dantooine, and you see he's surrounded by uh, super super power droids. Giants. Power droids. No, they're super they're droids. super droids. Yeah. And uh, there's Luminara, Luminara Underly and Barris Afi, who we I don't. I can't wait to see that episode. We yeah. don't know where they are, but it's pretty dark. You know? Yeah, it's pretty dark. It's bad. Reddish sky, no clue, but maybe a planet from episode three. Maybe mm. a planet from episode three. Maybe a planet. Um, wow, I was just about to say. It. 
No, no, we, nah, we can't, can't say, say it. Can't say it no. you, you see, we saw uh, Kit Fisto on the water, and I'm going to introduce Kit Fisto right now, and the, the one of our uh, listeners told us about uh, that. W- wait until we're, we're at uh, Chapter 5. But, okay, we'll wait. We'll, yeah, we'll tell you. Just take a look right now, and I, I'll bet you I'll show you something you haven't seen on that picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, did you mention... Uh, Palpatine, how much he manipula- manipulates yeah, the manipulation. Yoda and uh, Obi-Wan, you know? Go ahead. I thought that was really telling. Yeah. It's you know, you know Obi-Wan and Yoda were agreed that Anakin wasn't ready to I go I to... I the look they give each other, like... Yeah. That's right. If you take a look at the General Ben He's Kenobi... screwing with us. ...on the yeah. website, uh, you can see the look uh, Yoda and, Han- and uh, Obi-Wan are giving themselves, like... Who do you think he is? <laughs> <laughs> is he like overstepping his bound on us? I think he is. You know, and just uh, see, they they re- recognize that Anakin has potential. So at that instant, Palpatine said, "Well, that's done. It's it's there the deal. Go. That's it." You yeah. know. Uh, yes, of course, uh, Anakin is the best uh, starfighter pilot in all in all of the Jedi Order. But uh, no, that's it. Okay, he's going to be leading the the space battle. Oh. Yay! <laughs> sure, we agree to that. <laughs> and yeah, you, mean, you see the smile on Anakin's face when yeah, Palpatine. Like you see, oh, he's the best starfighter pilot and everything. And the face he, he makes to Yoda and Obi Wan right right after uh, Obi Wan tells them, "Yeah, but you know." He's stroking his ego. Yeah. Yeah. So, anything more you'd like to say about it about Chapter One? No, it it's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was a good introduction. Yeah. Okay. The only uh, I, th- I think it basically covers the 20 episodes. Yes. Basically. So I don't think we'll, we'll see another see. introduction like that in the chapter no. 11. No. We might see something else, like chapter 5, but we'll come back to chapter 5 yeah. later on. Yeah. I think we'll see that. Yeah. Second okay. part. Second, second chapter. Second chapter. Uh, second chapter is basically the departure, and they're, they're just like, they're getting to the planet. They're mm-hmm. getting to Munilist, the uh, planet of the banking clan. Yeah, and they want to take it over because they want to retake the planet. Actually, uh, the, the the republic. How do you say "département" in English? Good question. They want to like. They yeah. You're the one who watched Band of Brothers. <laughs> yes, but then, you know. <laughs> they just landed on the planet. No, no yeah, landing. Yeah, landing on the planet. No. They invaded the planet. Uh, that's the word I was searching for. The invasion. That's right. The invasion. Let us all remember. Must be an invasion. Okay, and uh, of course you see like tons and tons of ship. If you go to the webpage and take a look at the is it, it, is, is it a bee swarm? You're going to see all the ships that are coming out uh, of the uh, actual uh, star destroyer kind of uh, ship, and it's incredible. You see those what has been named T wings by the fans. Yeah, actually. some fans call them T wings. Yeah, and. I don't. I, it's I more like an really M cool. or an upside like down a W. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an upside down W, which basically comes back to an M. So it's an M wing, but yeah, I like the clone fighters better. <laughs> if you take a look at the clone and Jedi fighters, you're gonna see uh, the clone fighter right right after that from Episode One. I love the way that they like one. take off. Yeah. It's yeah. an inverted Lambda class shadow. shadow That's it. Basically, know? it's just like the Lambda a smaller class, version. Yeah. But. The wings, the top wing, the, the top wing is actually going under the the the, the lambda class shuttle. Yeah. Lambda is uh, the Tidarium shuttle. For those yeah. of you who wouldn't remember, um, that wouldn't remember. Some people don't know. Yeah, that wouldn't know about that. That's it. You know, we're super geeks. <laughs> it's scary sometimes. 
of course they introduced the art trooper they introduced us the art trooper that's how it actually begins you see uh, Obi-Wan coming into this room and you just see like the back of a helmet of a clone trooper and you're like hmm that's interesting but when it turned around and you see that art trooper just as you can see on the website I, I put up uh, it's really cool uh, George Lucas wanted to see more of the ranks in the clone trooper army and these guys are the elite from the elite the commando episode 2 uh, chapter 2 and chapter 3 are incredible mm -hmm. they're my two favorite chapters just to mention uh, Obi-Wan uh, Adam one in the chat said that the, the, the soundtrack the score of episode 1 rocks Yes. No, it's. I did. M maybe half of the music is new. I think. About. Yes, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't rec re recognize the most. Uh, Hope we find it on a CD one day. Yeah. On the DVD of the Clone War, probably. Yeah, but I want to be able to listen to it. That's right. Oh, you you may maybe. So. Maybe. We we'll see. In in that in that second chapter, of course, they uh, they come in and they come in for a landing, and. If you take a look at the usual looking statue picture, uh, you'll see like the, the, the R Trooper ship that came up with a bee swarm of ship on the planet. Yeah. They deployed and they're going like around the city the, the, to come the from the back. The special up gunship. That's right. <laughs> and as you can see, it's on fire because it's been it, it's, it's actually been shooted at. Yeah. By, uh, by a battle droid. By a battle droid. With and a bazooka or a stinger, a stinger missile or, or something. I, I, probably a bazooka, but I, I'd like to see no, like but it's the droid. It's a missile. It's a missile yeah. because it's heat-seeking or something. <laughs> think about the droid, you know, going back from the shot of the bazooka. <laughs> that's like, forget it. That droid is no good anymore. But if you take a good look at the, the, the picture of the statue, right, uh, that that the, uh, the, the, clone sh the, the clone fighter... Uh, the the, the ship. drop ship, the, the clone gunship. Thank yeah. you. The gunship is actually like almost aiming at. Uh, it remembers us of uh, the statue of uh, Palpatine and the, the special edition of Episode Six. Yeah. And uh, at the end of Episode One, those that ball that they're holding, you know, that the, the people make the electrical ball or something. Yeah, it's it's there again. Maybe there's something with these statues. Who knows? Well, they didn't say it. You're, you're reading into it a little bit mm. too much again. It's not an holocron. It's not a sphere holocron, you know? No, hey, that would be cool. <laughs> actually, my... Danny, my don't uh, give my ideas. No, it's too late. My action figures actually has that. I'll show you one day. <laughs> oh, man. Boy. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I thought the crash of the gunship was a little bit hard. And it didn't explode. They lost the wing, but... You know? That's it. Well, if you go back to the art trooper, you're gonna see like what's left of the ship, and I didn't put it up, but there's an image with the uh, the, the 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 captain of the the art trooper. It's just his head's popping out, and as if nothing happened, you know, raises his arm and he signals everyone else to get out, and that's what you see uh, on the image there that everyone else is get, is coming out of the uh, of the gunship of the crashed gunship. Yeah. And they're under surveillance, and that's about when. The chapter two finishes. Yeah. You see just a name, a uh, uh, big aim yeah. from someone aiming at yeah. one of the. And we were wondering, where's the pilot? That's right. I was wondering that too. We just were wondering that earlier today. It's like, what happened to the pilot? Did he? Did he just like? Is he sitting there just waiting for something to happen? <laughs> you know, if I were the pilot, I'd probably get out and I'd probably like. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to have the commando? Like the pilot would also be a commando. Yeah, mm, I'm uh, not, not, not no. in this one. 
He's probably a commando for piloting, but yeah. not, a, not a commando. You know, he's harnessed. Fighting. He's stuck and he, he's yeah, still in his it. seat. <laughs> he's unconscious in his seat. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> and he crapped in his armor. <laughs> After that kind of a, of a crash landing, you know, it's... I don't know, they're clones. They can take it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Um, but the invasion itself is impressing, you know. All yeah. the, 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 the swarm, the starfighter covering and... All the gunship going down, you know, and going uh, and even in the space, low, because uh, the low space battle, uh, they it, it only starts there. You only see like ships starting to go against against each other, mm-hmm. but you don't see much of the fight for, uh, in, in that episode. But what you see from no, it's basically f- they 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 keep they kept it for the end. That's it. They kept it for the end. Those bastards. <laughs> of course, we go back to. Chapter 3 now, which begins with the aim on another uh, one of the Arkupur, the blue Arkupur. And you just wonder, is it like the same guy aiming at the same guy or another guy? And you realize it's another guy, and another uh, battle droid aiming at the Mm -hmm. Arkupers. So there's like a couple of battle droids right around the crash site, and they're they're just aiming at those guys, and they're come on, we'll shoot you now. And there's they're kind of scattering around as a commando style, yeah. yeah. And you see the uh that's where you see most of the action happen in chapter three because you can see the like that's really good stormtrooper yeah. action. You know? What I wrote it down totally is redeems it their stormtroopers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what I wrote down it's it's commando style urban warfare. That's exactly. It. And you know if you don't want to piss these guys. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> you know, but it, it, this episode shows how good they are. Yeah, that's right. They they beat everything, like like with one arm tied ba- ba- behind, behind their, their back. backs. You know. Let us remember. In and I, I think one I only saw like one clone trooper die. Yeah, there's one because one of the the the, the sniper shots get gets lucky. Yeah. So and it's a clone trooper. It's not even an arc trooper. No, exactly. You know. And uh, what basically happens in uh, chapter three is and that is the most funniest and impressive part of the of the chapter is one art trooper one blue art trooper comes down from a rope that is the best that's and my favorite part of that one he comes from behind the uh, the tanks that we saw from the Trade Federation episode 1 he basically jumps on top of it take a take a take a little leap shoot, shoots shoot down shoot his, way, shoot his way in <laughs> basically gets in Shoot at all the droids that are inside. We're supposed to yeah, and just see the beams of laser coming out of the armor, of Com- yeah. coming out of the uh, of, of the, the armor. Yeah, and he just like comes out, th- jumps down and runs away, and it's just <laughs> boom, boom, and the, the tank just blows. Like, whoa, whoa! <laughs> now no. that's what I call but commando action. W- w- one part I like is when the, re- the let's say the captain, the red, the red, the red yeah. is the captain, just says to to the clone trooper. Cover this guy, the the, the guy who yeah. scans everything. So and now we show okay, there is one there, one there, one there, and now the blue clone trooper with the bazooka, he yeah. just stands out and he blows just everything just away. Just and it's like, and I like the signal that he receives. It's like, okay, you go, and they're all around the place now, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he's waving his arm, and it's really really hilarious. Um, of course, 
that's like part of the beginning of the action because what they want to do is make their way to the huge cannon that's right in the center of this city and the city is really different looking from the, all the other cities we usually see in Star yeah. Wars we're used it to looks the more like Greek, Greek uh, yeah, that's temples and we're, more u- we're more used to, to the Italian and Turkish kind of yeah. style of architecture but, but for the bankers they yeah. went with a Greek but when you look at it the color and everything it's the bank clan or something yeah. and it's the color of U.S. bills and money and <laughs> all building re- rectangle building, you know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what that's what Gandhi Tarkovsky yeah, says. He inspired yeah. himself from. Yeah. It's the Greek architecture of it all, and what came up like from all of it is basically the b- most banks. If yeah. Take a look at their architecture. It looks like it looks like a Greek uh, pantheon. Yeah, Acropolis. Like yep. Uh, of course, they make their way. They shoot a little uh, beast on on their way there. Get to the the, the 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 base of the tower, and that's where the major John Who shooting <laughs> with the captain of the the arc trooper begins. It's incredible. This guy has two guns instead of only one. He, he's and the, the Bruce Willis of the Clone Wars. Yeah, that's like he dies with two hard. guns, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he crosses the beams. <laughs> yeah, but it's really really good. Uh, you can see there that he's shooting really accurately. So. What the heck happened to your descendants, poor guy? <laughs> oh, it was all the genetic defects. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Not enough, not enough blood. Yeah. They, they're like you know, they started with two eyeballs facing France, but with the time, the, the eyeballs they like started crossing. came together. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's why it doesn't matter if they don't have peripheral view yeah. because they wouldn't see anything any, well, anywhere. I like the last scene. <laughs> I like the last scene of the. Uh, the third uh, chapter, you know, they're standing, they're standing proud on top of the tower and with the the music and yeah, everything. That's it. And the music's <laughs> finished just then. It's like yeah, really don't cool. mess with us. We're at the, at the top of the tower, yeah. and nobody can get there besides us, <laughs> except one. Yeah, which is coming He's a eventually. Jedi. <laughs> He's a Jedi. Chapter four. The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> That's what I like to call it, basically, because it's the we've seen like chapter one, uh, the, the the army of the Republic com- going to combat. Chapter two, they're getting and they're starting to fight. Chapter three, they're winning and all. And chapter four is the bad guys fighting back. Mm. And the introduction of Dirge, the bad guy. It's like, what are you doing here? If you're gonna sit there and do nothing, oh, oh, sorry, sir. Okay, you can go now. When you want. I, I, I love the. Like, it's so cartoony, yeah. but the banker just starts sweating. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the white gauze, white drips. And yep. See? What are you doing here if you're just standing there? <laughs> you know? Any I wonder where Anakin gets his inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but uh, something I like about Dirge is the music accompany that accompanies his character. It's it's great. It's reminiscent of yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some you know drums, special drums when you listen to the music. Uh, personally, I didn't like the the speeder and what, and what we're coming up yeah. to. Basically, Dirt decides to go in, to go into combat. So what do you do? You take your swoop and you take your speeder bike and you take your joust ball and. Off you go. <laughs> and no, basic, uh, it's like knights. Yeah, basic. Battle, basic know. knights jousting with the with the Republic. However, you get admit that those clones never saw a tank coming. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and it's really funny because clones 
you can't see any expression on their face. Yeah. But just the way the helmets are made, and just the way that the helmet is like stopping and looking at what's, what, at what's coming from that cloud that they just blew something, they just blew a tank, and there's something that's coming out really, really fast, and you take a look at it, and you're like, you can, oh s- you can feel the face behind that helmet, and you're like, what the, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> Bang! <laughs> that's it, the guy's dead. Yeah, and Dirge goes after a, a walker by himself, and you know, with the joust and it's too it's, it's crazy you know it's really wow hey it's the it's mighty dirge it's overdone it's, it's overdone it's the mighty dirge yeah, like, I kind of yeah. like the way they, they put him like in really a big power yeah I like the droids though I like the droids IG-88 the, I, the IG-88 kind of droids yeah They're the cool. precursor of IG-88 yeah let's say. the IG kind of droids and of course these guys IG they go 01. after they go after Spand <laughs> Which are the the the, the, the ground the artillery, laser, the ground turbo laser transport, yeah. and they just like they just like pass right next and to it with their juice, just with scratch their the scratch the armor and everything explodes. Yeah, and everything explodes, and then after that they drop a couple of mines on them yeah. and everything explodes. And basically, that particular chapter ends with Dirge putting his jowl his jowls in the air and saying I I (laughs) doing his Wookiee cry or something it's it's almost like Tusken Raider it's like WWF yeah Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna soul kick your ass that's it you know it's like really really bad and so from chapter 4 we go to chapter 5 which is basically a meanwhile somewhere else in the galaxy (laughs) yeah Again, it starts with a narration yeah. of Yoda. It, it's it's a great chapter, just by the fact that it's it's a standalone chapter, you know. Exactly. I oh, w- it's, it's it a great chapter just yeah. by the fact that Kit Fisto's in it. Yeah. <laughs> so but true. it will probably we will probably have other meanwhile episode like that. Yeah. I hope so. At least one more, maybe uh, the one with uh, uh, Mace Windu or uh, Luminara and Dooley. Who knows? Yeah would be cool most definitely uh, f- what's happening to my I think I'm done okay it's still charging I see <sighs> my laptop is really crappy people <laughs> of <laughs> course mine. Uh, chapter 4 uh, happens on Mon Calamari and you have the Mon Cal Cavalry <laughs> Mon Cal Cavalry the Mon Calavalry the Mon Calavalry Mon Calavalry oh coming by <laughs> no it's it's a term that some that Some one of our one of our listeners sent to us. Yeah, we're gonna read the, your your, your email, comments. By the way. <laughs> yeah, by the way, if you have comments on the Clone War, just send them uh, to us at sw uh, at studio at swendirect.com or right. just uh, by messenger swendirect at hotmail.com. Yeah, and we'll be, it will be our pleasure or to call you. the chat. Yeah, if you want to, if, if you want us to call you, we'll do so. Yep. Uh, of course. Uh, Montcal again uh, so it's the first fight underwater w- the first thing that's really impressive is, y- is you see the Star Destroyer landing Just landing, landing on, the, on the water surface of Montcal and you, you go like they can do that? <laughs> interesting <laughs> you'd think they, sh- they, they would sink like the Titanic but they no, don't it's probably the same principle that yeah, well, ships, you know. That's it. You can understand that they float if they go in space, and it's it's a safe vacuum. Yeah. Then they'll probably float if the air is good enough. No, inside. it's like the Archimedes principles. Uh, uh, if the yeah. if the, the the water they displace is uh, is less pressure, than you know, okay. there you so. go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I physics, don't, I physics 316. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, oh, here's our friend Nathan who just joined us. In hey, the Nathan. And, uh, of course, keeps on going. And uh, you see Kit Festo receiving a, a transmission from Yoda that says, Okay, well, you know what you have to do now, Master Fisto? Go ahead We're and do it. We're counting on you. That's it. So you see him, and of course he had to show skin. And he takes off his Jedi robe, and he's just in these swimming uh. trunks. <laughs> and he, take, he, he, starts, he starts running, and his lightsaber comes out of his back, just like... Yoda, Yoda yeah. did with his lightsaber in, in Attack of the Clone yep. and he jumps and the lightsaber gets in front of him catches it and sploosh into the water yeah. and you see all those sea troopers that are coming they're cool the sea troopers th- are they're coming scuba troopers who? scuba troopers scuba, scuba troopers okay that's right the scuba troopers you can see two images and they're really cool because they're made to be like able to move easier and faster into water and notice the second picture their feet they've got like palms yeah yeah yeah, like they, they look of like them? the stormtrooper scubas. Okay. The scuba stormtroopers. The scuba in the st- comics, probably. They had. No, I don't know. It's huh? in the um, Rebellion source book. Okay. Oh, there you go. So they're really they're really cool, actually. To take a look at with this wetsuit, and you know the helmet is black and white. Other oh oh on. Uh, 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 <laughs> inverted colors yeah. Inverted colors. That's right. Instead of white, black, and white, uh, white and black, they got no, black and white. Yeah. Really cool with those two rockets in the back. It's like, it's like torpedo lights, uh, not torpedoes, but propulsion. Propulsion systems. That's right. Yeah. And uh, of course, one thing that I wanted to go back to get Fisto for is if you take a good look at the belt, you'll see that he has two fish in a kind of yin and yang position that just like intervene themselves and it balances the force in him and stuff like that. <laughs> The, the, principle <laughs> yeah. the, the principle that I was talking about is buoyancy. Uh, that's what I Adam wanted. You know, the okay. buoyancy of the, the ships. Of the ships. You know, we're, f- we're, f- we're French Canadian, so we don't know all the, the terms myself. <laughs> I help, but I can't do everything. Yeah. yeah that's right. And I uh, don't know the scientific terms. Of course, there's been, there's been a lot of, uh, of questions about Kit Fisto's lightsaber because you basically can't open a lightsaber underwater. And Kenny Tartakovsky did, a, did a, no research at all about that, I'm sure. But he figured, okay, what would the lightsaber look like and sounds like underwater? That's why you see those bubbles. And if you listen carefully, you'll hear a little bit of bubbles into uh, the sounds of the... It's a special lightsaber, so... Yeah. Just... just it has two crystals, which, which actually gives the blade a chance to open and close really fast. That's so what they explain on the... That's what they explain on the, on the, the official website. Yeah. In the forest. Okay. Board, yeah. okay. Okay. Hey, you know they they have the right to come up with a solution for everything. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, Nathan tells us that the uh, scuba troopers were first in the Imperial source book. Uh, Western games of the old Western games RPG. You can put back the link to uh, this page. Yeah, that's right. Quickly, we'll do that. And I'm posting a link again so that you people can actually go and see the images because they're really cool. Um. So they go after that. They, they go after the Quarren because the Quarren and, and the Monkey have decided to actually separate. Yeah. And uh, there's the but big they, war they, going on. They never on. like each other, I think. No, never really did. They don't really get along. Yeah. That's it. Well, one species eats another one, and so. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the squid versus the fish. The squid versus the fish. <laughs> Guess who's the bitch and guess who's the butch. Oh, man. And, of course, uh, suddenly the Quarren comes up with this huge cannon 
Super Weapon of the Month <laughs> Underwater And it's underwater And it's just like Shooting this beam as Probably as wide As the Death Star beam yeah, and But it's, it's a great place To hide the super weapon You know the beam Comes out of the of the sea And that's a, and ships in orbit Cannot see it They can see it They, they can see it Just when the, the beam Comes out of And the they, that's what happens To one of the first ships One of the first yeah. blow They actually shoot through uh through a, through a Star Destroyer which is really killing it's like whoa <laughs> it's a Star it's, it's a what is it a Republic Cruiser yeah. Republic Cruiser yeah. thank you Star Destroyer well they look so much like the precursor yeah, of the Star Destroyer don't they're mix the up the game don't mix up the names trying to make it easy on me tonight okay <laughs> <laughs> after what I easy yeah but after what we saw yesterday true to true, true <laughs> no, uh, you didn't talk about it well, no, not yet, not yet hold on it's after hold on don't be hasty boy Shut up! <laughs> Don't make me destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's it. So basically, Kit goes after that big cannon, and the only way he can find of actually destroying it is with is by making this huge force bubble, just like a Kamehameha from Dragon Ball, and he shoots at <laughs> it. <laughs> that's what it looks like. I, I, I love Danny's look. He just looks like. He didn't just say that, did he? <laughs> yes, I did. It just looks like that. It's a huge force bubble and goes through like three of the, the three legs of that cannon because it's mounted on, on a crab-like three legs thingy. And it's really disturbing. That's what I forgot to put in. I won't, I won't mention it, but if you guys... I want you guys all to take a close look at the... Um, at, this partic- at, at this particular scene because actually... I know where it is. There is a little uh, sexual innuendo. Okay. Going on in that particular episode. So if a sexual innuendo. Yeah, sort of. Is this one of your far-fetched? Is there kids listening now? <laughs> well, basically, if you want to teach what how babies are made to your kids, that's the way you want to do it. Okay. Oh yes, I I, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> Uh, look in the bottom of the page. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the Monkey cavalry that goes against the cannon to push it back into the deep core of yeah. the planet. Uh, they basically attack this thing. And if you take a close look at the image, you know, it really looks like sperm going after it. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll we'll say no more. That. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. But it's really, I mean, yeah. you can't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just a fanboy fantasy. <laughs> and oh, man. Yeah, that's it. We did this in French first. <laughs> yeah. Which did makes you say that? Yeah. yeah. That, that was the French page you saw. And <laughs> Adam once says he hates Dragon Ball. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I the Kamehameha part for Kit Fisto, I hated that. That was like too I far don't fetched. even know what you know, was a. You know who did that? Kami okay. You know who did that? The, the 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 force Dragon bubble. No. Gandhi decided to go to go back on that episode because it was too short. They didn't have enough material, and he put that in at the last minute. The force bubble thing. Then how did the he destroy it originally? Thing. He wasn't destroying it like in that way, I guess. Or I'm I'm not even sure if the 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 the, the, the great cannon was there in the mm. first place. Okay. So he doesn't say, but he says that it was too short, and they go they went back to do that. So. Maybe the cannon wasn't there, and they just went against like all the little ships. And of course, this uh, this chapter finishes with the patented Kit Fisto smile, the big, large smile. Is like I, I, I think he's 
the Lando Calrissian of the prequel trilogy. Uh, if he had a, be- a bigger presence, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We need to see him around ladies, you know? He's a Jedi yeah. ladies man. Well, there are a couple of stories out there with uh, General Fisto and General uh, Secura. Yes. That's it. Oh, okay. There's the a story growing with that. So. And it's actually canon. It's it's in the Republic, so. <laughs> oh. There are things that happen. So it's not it, in the comic books? Yeah, in the comic books. Oh, man. <laughs> And, uh, of course, from Chapter 5, we go to Chapter 6. Yep. The introduction of Saj Ventress. Oh, yes. I really like these episodes. They're really cool. Mm. They're two episodes back-to-back, which is a real, real good thing. Uh, uh, we could talk about 6 and 7 at back the same back, time, yeah. yeah. Uh, 6 and 7 are actually the two episodes in which Saj Ventress is introduced and sent away to destroy Anakin, which is basically yeah. her mission. And... It's really, really coming in as she comes in as a spy. You don't see her. You, there's a little pan. F- you, if, if that was a movie, there's a little pan on the camera, and it, when a pan comes back, there she is, standing in, 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 instead of the other character that was right there. You can't hear her, but all you hear is that there's a little swoosh huh? in the background. If you listen carefully, you, you kind of hear like a little wind goes by. And okay. then and then Dooku says, you're very, very good. You know, I didn't hear you come in. But you that's not what I'm s- looking for. But you're just good You're just good as, as much I'm as a spy, a spy. But that's yeah. not what I'm looking for. So she jumps out of this hole because they're looking at gladiators yes, from I'm all over the, the, the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And she just like beats the hell out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the, my most favorite part is when there's about... Ten guys coming at her, and she just take a look at the the roof of the cave because the like a dome, dome type a dome stone thing. Yeah. yeah, dome type of cave, and there's all these stalactites coming coming down from the roof, and she, she just drops them as they're running from the ceiling, and she just like raises her hand, and ev- and the guys are are running, but these things are dropping on them mm-hmm. those huge rocks. But you know, it's, it's like squashed. it's like Dooku di- uh, did uh, with Yoda. Attack of the Clones. Yes, but it worked. It, it was the ceiling instead of. But it works yeah. this time. That's it. This time it works. So. Yeah, but they don't. Oh, Dooku has been Dooku burned. Mm, <laughs> a coffee cat. <laughs> <laughs> but he's kind of cool, and uh, of course she's white. She's all white from all over the place, and she was taken from the the uh, the, the Star Wars episode two art, art department. Book. Art, yeah. Well, the art department from Dog Chiang actually. Just and, uh, uh, maybe uh, put okay. some picture on the on the webcam. We're gonna put put you put you guys some pictures on the webcam, and it's it's really incredible because she looks good. <laughs> we have to admit she kind of look looks good. And uh, your fanboy tendencies are not appreciated. Yeah. She's actually more skinnier than they they originally designed her in the uh, in the actual. Uh, do I have the webcam there? No, I don't. I have it. That's okay. Here you go. This one. Or uh, yeah, but the one with the the cross saber. Uh, yeah, this one. Okay, we'll we'll show you a a picture of uh, a <laughs> Ventress. Uh, uh, the original art. That's right. Oh Ooh. man, it's shining everywhere. Put it more upright. Yeah. Because you're getting less reflection. Okay. Uh, a little bit more. Put it really at the same angle from the wall. There you go. Lower it. A <laughs> little bit to the left. A little bit to the right. 
Okay, but but you, you see, it's great now. You see, it's it's almost basically the same posture that she has when she when she gets lands. out her, her lightsaber. That's right. Thanks, and uh, thank you. So, yeah, that's it. She's she's really like she's really kicking ass, and it's really yeah. good. But uh, the uh, the the chapter ends with with her just like raising her head, saying, "I am." And then everybody said, "What the? You yeah, know? that's it. No, what the heck is happening here?" So shouldn't there be like, "Oh, that's nice. That's really <laughs> nice." <laughs> shouldn't there be like only one, uh, one sip, one master, and one apprentice? You know, that's kind of breaking the rules. Yeah. And, and uh, and this was a Friday, so right. the next episode explaining everything was on Monday. So we have an all weekend to 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 wonder to about rent it. about. Uh, and uh, of course, about we, were, we were at a convention that weekend, yeah. so just making everything like worse. <laughs> you know, why a citizen? It can be, you know. But uh, in the seventh episode, Doku clearly explains uh, explained that she's far she's from a citizen. That's it. You know, it, it basically starts at the at the place where they left, episode, uh, chapter six, and chapter seven begins with. Her saying again, "Hi, I'm Seth," and then you 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 pan you, you zoom over to to Duku and he's like, <laughs> and he give give her like almost yeah. a golf clap kind of kind you of know. trick, and he says, you know, this, the the dark side is strong with me and all, and yeah. she she tells Duku you, that he doesn't know anything about the dark man. side, <laughs> and he basically fries her, fools <laughs> her in the ways of kick ass, yeah. yeah, and she wakes up, she's somewhere. Where we have well, no clue, like it's a penthouse, Dooku's penthouse, or Dooku's something. penthouse on some kind of planet we don't yeah. know about. It's yeah. probably a new planet introduced. But it, it, it looks like Jonas's, you know, the red rocks yes. and everything. Sort of. It could be, but I don't think so. Yeah. And of course, she wakes up, fights a little bit against Dooku, and then you see this uh, hollow plate on little legs that comes yeah. down with Darth Sidious on it, and. Uh, Dooku says, "Are you pleased, Master?" And he says, "Yes, uh, she'll do, and everything, you know, because in fact she's only a pawn that they're going to be using to kill Anakin." No, or so they think. It's to pull the dark side out of Anakin. Yeah, well, because oh come on, the base sucks compared to Anakin. Yeah, but the basic mission is basic is to kill Anakin because they want to destroy him. No, they don't. They want to pull the dark side out of him. Not in that episode. In that episode, they say no, 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 you're wrong there. I'm gonna fight you on this. You're gonna fight me? Yes, I'm oh, gonna come fight on, boy. you on this. Come on, boy. <laughs> I don't need to throw a punch to beat you. Of course, because you wouldn't like reach me. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But it's it's not because he he says she he, they're just using her. Yeah. To destroy the Jedi and to destroy the Jedi, they're gonna use Anakin. Their fir- your first mission is to kill Anakin Skywalker. Yes, because That's they it. want to get him to turn to the dark yeah, side. But her mission to her, what she yes. hears, is she has to kill Anakin. Yeah. It's not going to work, but that's what she has to do. That's yeah, what her but mission Sidious is. And so stop fighting me. Yeah, that's the, that's that's what she thinks. That's what she thinks. Yeah, stop yeah. fighting me. That's her mission. Yeah. That's her mission. It's not the true mission, but that's her mission. She has to kill Anakin, anyway, and yeah. she goes away in that ship yeah. at the end of chapter seven. That's what I said. Which is just a blur in the background, but if you go to the, the to uh, the section I called Assage Ship" on the website, I freeze framed it just 
where you could see the ship basically and the other ship you'll see we'll talk about we'll talk about it again yeah. in the uh, chapter 10 and we uh, we saw on the official site uh, for people reading comics that uh, Asajj Ventress was uh, three months after the Battle of Geonosis already recruited by Doku and the Clone Wars take place one month after so how come there's a discrepancy yeah it's because uh, they explain uh, they explained it on the official site forum that the 6th and 7th episode were before the first chapter ah you know so you count it 7 6 7 which is three probably three uh, no probably right after the battle of Geonosis probably yeah. and after Around that th- times. yeah and uh, three months before I think that's where she got her mission to uh, to go after the Jedi or Anakin. And after that, four months after the Clone War, the cartoon be- begins. Munalist. Yeah. With the battle from Munalist. I don't read the comics, so that's approximately how I saw it. Don't read the comics anymore. <laughs> anymore, yeah. <laughs> We want to point that out. <laughs> and uh, so basically, of course, yeah, that's it. That's how Chapter 7 finishes. Chapter 8 Getting closer to the end Yippee Chapter 8 Basically begins With uh, It's the jousting The jousting Does, does it right. begin like that now? Well it begins with Obi-Wan um, well, well, the, No the, all, the artillery is getting too close Is that the uh, What do you mean? No The artillery no, is no, getting no, too no. close No no it's when um, no, Obi-Wan it's tells the clones to suit up and Yeah uh, that's it Because it, start okay. it starts with a clone Ending up these pair of Googles Which you gotta see those Googles Because they're really different Googles? Goggles Goggles I'm sorry <laughs> It's Googles that's CA so. no, no 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 It's Goggles It's differently spelled Okay well the new Goggles uh, They have uh, Which I wrote Google I'm sorry No micro binoculars That's right The micro binoculars are you're, see, slipping, that's such Seb. you're slipping, Seb. That's <laughs> such an easier. Wa- I'm really tired. You have no idea. <laughs> and so basically, that's it. Uh, they they have still the look of a New Hope, but they have those new kind of uh, Arabesh character with are not which are not really Arabesh, but still close enough. And what you see is on the second image actually, uh, it's one of the clone uh, the clone trooper. He's looking through those micro binoculars, and he sees. The what's happening to the artillery with dirge and all. So, Obi Wan says, "So they want to play? We'll play. We'll play their game and we'll juice. We'll joust them." Joust. And so he goes after them in those really cool clones, Peter. I have something to say about those. And that's where that's where you can actually click on the image and see it. Uh, I put the one with Obi Wan because that's one costume we're going to see tons of. And tons of them at at C three. Celebration three. Yeah. I'm sure Celebration three will be like we'll have at least ten of them. It's, it's basic it's clone trooper armor with a Jedi outfit. Yeah, it's with a Jedi cape on it. Yeah, yeah. basically. It's basically uh, re- reminiscent of the medieval times, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 knights with the shining armor and with a cape and you know clothes over it. It's the same. Thing. I have something to say about that. The speeders. I think they're horribly ugly <laughs> because. You can see where they get the influence for it because you there's the uh, the T from the clone yeah. helmet and there's the fin and uh, it's completely ugly. They couldn't have been a little bit more original. To be quite honest with you, I find and it used really good. the use the actual speeders that they should have used 
I really like them. I think they should have used the other speeders. The real speeders that the clones use in the comic books and in the books, which are the same, which are, which resemble the the scout, the scout ones. Yeah. Okay. These are, these are crap. These look like, these look like swoop bikes from episode one. Yeah, but they're swoop bikes, and if you take a a close look at it, they look a little bit like horses. Because the (laughs) fin is actually like, I don't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Just just because it looks like that doesn't mean I have to like it. No, I'm not telling you you have to like it. You have to like it. (laughs) But it it really looks a lot like a horse, and it's really cool because they the knight in shining armor. Yeah, that's it, you know. <laughs> and there's about 20 of them. <laughs> it's like <laughs> cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, there goes this huge jousting battle, and of course, nobody really, we don't really know who wins, but we know that the IG-88 guys... They kill machines, so it's okay for TV. Yeah, that's it. There's no blood. But they kill the clone troopers, but you don't see well, them. You don't see them. Yeah. You just see, like, flying away. <laughs> They're not dead. They yeah. just flew up into the air like hundreds of feet. Dislocated armor, dislocated neck, you know. Yeah. You just like and they have armor on. It's, it's like, okay. the, it's like uh, they have a helmet on. It. It's like uh, it was with G.I. Joe cartoons, you know. Yeah. Uh, Cobra uh, versus G.I. Joe yeah, smashing against you, each other. You know, no, uh, the tanks before exploding, you always see the, the, the driver come out. The planes before getting hit by a missile, the guy always go out with his parachute, you know. Nobody dies. Yep. That's why that series never amounted to anything. See, that's <laughs> no cartoon real drama. So yeah. Cartoon are so cool. Stunts are much safer. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's why we don't have cool cartoons anymore. Because of those damn yeah. parents. W- when we were parents. No, but when we were young, we, we in Quebec we had anime like uh, Goldorak. Gold I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a uh, UFO. UFO. Uh, Robot, that's how it's called, no. I think, in English? I have no idea, I never watched it. Anyway, that. it was made in, in Japan. Yeah. And it was violent, you know? And I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja You know, the, the last episode of, of, of Galarek, the, the, the leader got, got killed by, by, a, um, by the robot axe through the yeah. arc, you know, and he was bleeding. And you can't, you can't you see that on TV now anymore. You never see, see that, that's right. But we're going to keep on going yeah. at the point right now because Adam is complaining in the chat. <laughs> and uh, basically that's it. The, uh, the, 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 they joust and there's this big fight. And then Obi-Wan versus Dirge. Yeah. That's, where it, that's where it all starts. That's where it all begins. And Dirge is really much bulkier than... Uh, on the actual comics and on the actual cover He's of a big fella. the book you had, yeah, that's it. It's basically because they put up, they put this neck like really large at the base, uh, uh, and it's incredible. Uh, how you do you call those muscles? Uh, you know? It's it's trapeze or arm no, trapeze. It's not arm str- arm, str- arm spring? No, no, it's it's the trapeze. Trapeze, okay. And I mean Goldberg could actually play Dirge if <laughs> put him in a movie <laughs> with a neck so large. I mean it's incredible, and. Uh, the fight goes on. Of course, Obi-Wan gets smashed a little bit. And then, we find out that General Obi-Wan has a couple of good powers. He can actually s- almost stop bullets like Neo can in Matrix. Yep. But he's yeah, actually... Yeah, those are going a little bit slower. He's, yeah, but he's bouncing, uh, he's bouncing darts that are being thrown to him by, uh, Dirge. by Dirge. And he's stopping fire from Dirge <laughs> with only his hands. Yeah. And a little bit later on, we're gonna see him stop fly, stop lasers. With his end, he's a kick-ass Jedi. Oh R- yeah, really reminiscent of Darth Vader. 
in the first back when Ansolo, yep, you know, blast and Vader stuff it absorbs the energy. Kind of gloves. That's mm. it. It's, mm. it's no Vader absorbs the energy. Laser proof gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Cortosis. No, Cortosis is good for lightsaber. I don't think it's good for for blaster. I think so. It's it's probably good for everything. <laughs> That's it. I don't think Cortosis is made into a fabric though. In any case, it's laced. Back to the Cortosis back later. Uh, of course, the, uh, the 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 fight, the, the, the this chapter hands with Obi Wan winning the fight by chopping one. First of all, the right arm of Dirge, and then chopping his uh, his him over over under the chest. Mm. Remi- the chest. Re- remember anything? Anakin Dark and Maul. <laughs> <laughs> so ni- nice kind of of wink here, there. And that but the thing I didn't like it was. Obi Wan just pierce uh, Dirge, Dirge yeah. in the chest, and he leaves the lightsaber there, and the lightsaber stays there. You know. Well, he leaves the lightsaber there. <laughs> he basically gets punched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets punched, but the lightsaber stays there, and yeah. Dirge still fights with the, the lightsaber, Stunch. not moving in his chest. You That's know? it. How can kind, that kind be? Kind of weird. Because you know? if if he was a r- if he was a humanoid, because later we find out he's not. Sorry to blow your mind. Mm. And uh, he, he, it would like cauterize and it yeah. burn and it slip out. Theoretically. No, it's no theoretically it would still go through. Yeah, ju- just the gravity, you know. Just the gravity yeah. and just basically the, the the weight of the the light the, of the saber itself. Of the hilt, yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, so actually, I think it would slip out because the handle is heavier than the blade. Yeah, the it, blade would sli- it would yeah, slip. Yeah, but it would out. still cut him, cut yeah. him a little bit more. Not sure. But so not n- anyway, anyway a little bit more. It, it, yeah. it would not stay there with Dirge moving around and punching. That's no. it. It wouldn't stay stay there. It's just like yeah, but it's a TV show. Yeah. It's a cartoon. <laughs> it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. So everything is. It's we'll go okay, over so to cool. over there. Yeah. Stop it now. Star Wars. Okay, stop <laughs> it now. <laughs> in in the real Star Wars, the thing would have dropped. But stop it now. We go to basically uh, uh, Obi Wan receiving a transmission from the captain of the Art Trooper. Telling that they actually got everything under control at the headquarters of the Munalist banking clan, and uh, he says, "Okay, I'm on my way." Picks up a clone speeder, hops on in, goes flying. Chapter nine, boom, starts with the longest, one of the two longest background that uh, the team over there of uh, the Cartoon Network of Gendi Tartakovsky had to draw. It was at least between somewhere between four and five walls long, as a ba- as a backdrop. That you see going past by Obi Wan, and it goes in so fast you almost don't see anything. But it's at least something like around the the five what a waste. five walls. Well, one day maybe you know we'll see them eventually. Exposition on the Clone War. We'll see like everything one day because they're just gonna run out of the stuff to throw at us. Nah, <laughs> never gonna happen. Anyway, uh, that's where we. That's what I like. That's what I really like about that because he takes the clones, the clone speeder, and. Twirl it up at a ninety degree angle and goes up alongside the wall. You see the, the you see the the engine and whining s- and whining oh, and he leaves and it. you see the limits of the speeder bikes, yeah. which is really cool because I don't remember. I think I think it was in the the last New Jedi Order books that we saw something li- like that, but I'm not sure. I remember seeing or hearing about something like that uh, once. Speeder bike. Speeder bike going going against the wall, but it, yeah, that's it. It's a speeder bike going high at the beginning of uh, the last NGO book. 
Okay. It can I reach uh, okay. a certain height. height. Okay. That's it. And so basically, when he reaches limit, Obi Wan just jumps from it, and he jumps for a good 300 feet, <laughs> <laughs> and just flies in the air, and basically lands right behind the art trooper. And he says, okay, let's do this thing. <laughs> and so they invade the headquarters. They're about to get the surrender of the banking clan. And then, what happens? <gasps> Dirge. Comes back. Fits with the music again. And Dirge comes back. And they just, like, fight him. And the art trooper just blasts everything they got at him. They're, they believe he's dead. And a, a circle of clone troopers just, like, walking right into the circles to make sure everything's okay. And that's when the art trooper captain says, Ghostlier, General Kenobi. And Obi-Wan says, We can never be too sure. And he lights up his lightsaber. And that's exactly when you see this huge arm of, like, bubblegum kind of stir-thinking silly, silly putty of bubblegum color going. Tubes and... That's it. It just, like, goes after the, 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 the clone troopers. And you see dirge coming out of that, of, of that thing. Basically with his gloves, his boots, and his helmets on. And his helmet on. Wow. That's it. And you take a look at him and you're like, whoa. What the hell is that? Can I touch? <laughs> you know? It's like, oh my god, my heart is getting true. And that's when you understand why the lightsaber went like through so well and didn't do anything. Because a normal person, I mean, would have killed the guy. So, follows this big fight between Obi-Wan and, of course, our dear friend, uh, Dirge. And... At one point during the fight, Dirge starts like, put comes on all four and starts running after Obi Wan like a dog, and he swallows Obi Wan, basically all over his body, and that's the cheap, the, the, the cheapest like ripoff I've ever seen of an ending for someone. If you go to the Dirge that commented, you'll see what happens because, first of all, he he comes to start and bash on the other trooper that are in the room to protect the mm-hmm. Man King clan, but. The art trooper captain just takes a look at him, and he, he basically has his gun pointed at him. He, tw- he twirls his, his fist, takes his fist down and the gun down, and he shoots a little little wire from his uh, from his forearm, his gun right into Dirge helmet, and that blasts uh, Electri- electricity. Electric him. It's like a taser. That's yeah. it. And you're like, that's where Boba Fett got this thing. Okay, <laughs> his little wire, and. Th- that kind of like dis- 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 destabilize him and that's when he starts like going like <laughs> you know making like big bubbles and he does basically just like Tetsuo did in uh, the famous uh, anime Akira yeah but I think it's and he just it's Obi-Wan away. on the inside using the force yeah it's not pushing ele- everything it's not the electric charge I no think. but I think the electric charge did help a little bit yeah. and it, it basically everything blows away and he turns into puddles. Yeah, and of that's fruity goodness. <laughs> fruity goodness. Okay, and that's where uh, you know Obi Wan reappears. He's like all wet and all covered in this dirge blood kind of liquid. Goo, you know? Yeah, kind of goo. And he just takes a look at the art at the art trooper Catherine and says, "Seems like I've made quite a mess now, haven't I?" <laughs> Yes, you have, sir. We actually have that on on audio, and oh, uh, oh okay, we could actually listen to it. My, we heard it at the start. So Nathan wasn't there at the start. Okay, <laughs> ju- just for Nathan. Just for Nathan, we're gonna listen to the to this exact part again. Okay, and you can do the analogy also from yeah, the start for, for from the uh, audio commentary from Andy Tandrakowski. No, this Adam. Uh, 
Oh, the Saddam thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we also, you know, basically we, were, we saw that uh, Saddam Hussein was, as, as, had been captured, so we started, like, scanning overall frequencies, and we interrupted that message from, we intercepted that message from the U.S. Army, and uh, you're going to listen to it right now. General, are you all right? I'm fine. Seems I've created quite the mess now, haven't I? Yes, sir. (laughs) Now, where were we? Ah, yes. I believe you were surrendering. And that's ba- and that's basically how the um the 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 chapter ends with the uh, the banking clan surrendering to uh Hobie One's army. But <laughs> you gotta admit it's really funny like with mm-hmm. the comparison with Saddam Hussein. <laughs> so you're surrendering, right? That's right, you're <laughs> surrendering now, eh? <laughs> and um of course, chapter ten. Oh, they, just before they had to tweak I I, I, I I wrote uh a comparison, I said, now Obi-Wan knows how it feels to be Luke inside the Tauntaun. <laughs> Think as hell. Oh yeah, and of course, the little, the little way you see, you see says that he, he, the, 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 the talkative exchange between the Art Trooper and Obi-Wan, it, it sounds almost like a joke, but that's because they were going for this Abbott and Costello routine, and they were having the captain and Obi-Wan telling joke at each other, but in three minutes you can only say so much. And have to say enough without saying too much, but still meaning to say much. I'm, I'm like, I just left everybody here. <laughs> that's what I thought. And so basically, they just like went and said, you know what? That's gonna be fine. We're just gonna put in like one or two jokes, and they put like that one. I guess is the remaining of the joke. Mm. And because of the way he's saying it, like sarcastically, is like, I've made quite a mess now. Haven't I? <laughs> Go get the bounty. <laughs> And so, chapter the final 10, chapter. the final chapter of the first season of the micro-series, Clone Wars. I don't think they could have teased us more. <laughs> I don't know, I found it pretty tame. It's basically the, the meanwhile, out of, in the planet uh, space. Atmosphere. In the planet atmosphere. You have the space battle going on with Anakin leading everyone into battle in his... Really kick-ass Jedi starfighter that looks a little bit like a pod racer. A little bit. <laughs> well, it doesn't have like all the wires and all. Yeah, but like my brother was. My brother walked in when I was watching it today, and he said, "Well, hey, that looks like Anakin's pod. And it sounds like it too. It's weird. <laughs> right? That's it. And they actually sent everything off, and he's actually like." leading the army and he's kicking some ass and he goes into this really cool Death Star Trench looking kind of pursuit kind of pursuit and the background for that Death Star Trench pursuit was from the elevator over the corner over two more corner right into uh, Gendy Tartakovsky office so I don't know how big their offices are but I'm guessing that's a pretty good uh, amount of well it's probably like cubicles and yeah yeah but still must be a pretty good uh, that's pretty still pretty big yeah, so pretty big. And so, if, if, of course, he wins the fight against those three fighters, goes against a couple of other fighters, wins again. Then he just, like, comes out of this fight, and he has a swarm of fighters behind him, Genosian fighters behind him. It's incredible. You're just like, 
That's it. <laughs> Hang on, R4. Yeah. <laughs> and R4, R4 goes like, uh, you got some, we've got company behind. Yeah. And he says, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and here he goes, and he says, I got an idea. He hangs for the bow of this uh, this cruiser, the, the one of the cruisers, one of the, the cruisers, cruisers, and he gets in contact with the the other guys in and the, the cloud fighters, and he says, "Okay, Captain, shoot your missiles at the bow of this cruiser." What? But there's nothing there. Do it now! <laughs> Do it now, oh Captain! No. And he sh- they all shoot their missiles from those T wings, and as ju- just as Anakin. You, you see him flying at the bow of the, the, of the cruiser. Then you see like one, one missile, missile go by, the horizon, yeah. two, three missiles coming in. Hennigan flies by, and they all hit a wall of missiles. <laughs> it's yeah. incredible. All the all the Jonas Jonas and fi- fighters die in that in that. Uh, uh, a couple cloud of missiles. It's yeah. Incredible. More than just a couple. <laughs> That's it. And then you have the uh, Ode Two, Episode One, and Episode Six, six. and Hennigan. Goes into that Jonosian transport ship, like base no, it's HQ. No, it's like the yeah, the, the, the headquarters or something. Yeah, that's the, the station. The the, the 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 station for the for all the, the Jonosian fighters to come out of, and he kills a couple of uh, of fighter going in. Still, some missiles following him. Goes they blow around, up around in the everything inside. blows up, and he just like comes out of the station with the fire behind him, and everything like blows like up. Like Lando in the Falcon in Return of the That's Jedi, it. you know. And after that, you see, of course, the the cruiser shooting at another station, and everything blows up. That was reminding me a lot of when I was playing X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, you know? <laughs> yeah. In the mission, you see all the, 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 the big ship shooting at, uh, at one another. Yeah. And, of course, they're really happy, they're getting relaxed, and you have a little communication going on in between Anakin and the captain of that squadron that just mm-hmm. sh- shot all their missiles. And... What suddenly happened? One fighter blows up. What the heck? <laughs> and the guy who's talking to Anakin blows up. And everyone behind Anakin blows up suddenly. Yeah. And he just turns back. And what do you a see? A new hope, maybe? <laughs> a new hope? Asajj Ventress. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. A new hope. It's like, gosh. Yeah, a little bit. But with a different kind of point of view. But still. A little bit like that. I guess. And so everything blows up. Don't do that. <laughs> Everything blows up. Anakin turns around and he faces Asajj Ventress with her fan ship. With her, yeah, the the, the fan looking ship. Yeah. And there, there they go into a dogfight, and that's how it ends. <laughs> Damn, you know. We'll the, have to. The, wait. I like as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, it's gonna end now. Yeah, yeah. the X File type of cliffhanger, you know. Yeah, who's gonna to win? be continued? What's gonna happen? We need to wait three I months know. now. I know it's going to happen. Only two months, February. Yeah. So I know it's going to happen. Yeah. You can read the synopsis of... I no, can... No, no, I, I, not e- without even reading those, you know it's going to happen. Oh, tell us. Anakin's going to win and she's going to run away. Wow, you're brilliant. Okay, so without spoiling anyone on the season two of the Star Wars Clone Wars mi- micro series, <laughs> we're gonna go and read a couple of uh, comments and reviews yeah. that we received from our fans. Uh, do you want to call Nathan first, or we could? Nathan, are you ready? Uh, read one email and just. Uh That's right. So he can actually tell us what is this. So we received a lot of emails. Uh, okay. Damn. 
Okay. So basically, uh, we received a lot of emails. One email was from Adam B. Ben, the Blaney, Blaney, and he said he'd really like to know if they use Flash to produce the cartoons and how many pe- people they employ to do it. Uh, I'm going to answer it as I answered in the email. I don't believe they did use Flash. Uh, sadly enough, we, we're not like actually interviewing someone from Cartoon Network. We hope to do so sometime, but right now we can't. Uh, how many people did employ? Can't, can't tell you again. And if they are hiring, I don't think so. But I can tell. Best guess is just like go to the Cartoon Network website and see if they hire people. Uh, so Tim McDonough sent us this email. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go to Brian Tibbins' email. He said he loved the first ten episode and. Uh, we asked since we asked for anything that he, that he didn't like, he said there, there was a couple of things. I love the first chapter with Dirge, but the next chapter got a bit ridiculous, with him expanding like he's out of the movie Akira. That was a bit over the top and hard to believe. He was a character that was dangerous enough. You didn't need to do all that, all that like expansion thing. Mm-hmm. Another is the Jedi Force power seems to be a bit more expanded in the cartoons than in the movie. Blocking fire darts, creating bubbles that can pierce metal halls. These kinds of things aren't found in the films. You should use those as the reference. Keep up the great work. Can't wait until spring. So you know, I mean, like, if as you as you did mention the point, Vader does block the uh, the laser shots from yeah. Han Solo and Empire yeah. Strikes Back. So from there on, you know, darts. <laughs> what are they? And fire. Hey, <laughs> it's still under the the, the actual. Uh, just push. Point, you know. It's easier to deflate. That's fire, it. You know? It's really a bubble right around. Okay, we will the call bubble. The bubble was in the a, a more extreme. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll call Nathan. We're gonna be calling Nathan now. Yeah. No break. So, uh, and Nathan, we got an intro for you. That's right. So wait a second now. Don't do that now. <laughs> uh, Nathan Butler. There you go. It's really fun because it's live. I got to do this. And I hope. Yeah, that's what I thought. What's that seven seven zero? That's what. The yeah, that's the original call. Wow. Now did you put the one first after yes, I after did. the? Yes, I did. This is live radio, people. <laughs> You're listening to us trying to reach out for Mr. Nathan P. Butler. Is it gonna work? Yep. Is it gonna work? It's gonna work apparently. I'm going to wait for him to answer the phone. Hello. Hi, hey, Nathan. Nathan. Hey, guys. We're going to play you your little intro and we, uh, we'll come back just for you. That's right. And we're back. That's right. <laughs> little intro for Nathan's rumbling. <laughs> How you doing, Nathan? Hey guys, you know I'm going to be freaked out and kind of scared now until I actually hear what that intro might be. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay, so, uh, what is it you'd like to tell us about the Clone Wars? What, did, did you like the Clone Wars at all? or? Uh, I liked it, pretty much. Um, it, was, it was different, I'll, t- I'll give it that. It was, and, you know, I mean, after having seen the cartoons in the holiday special and droids and Ewoks, I mean, they, it couldn't get worse. 
so it was it had to have been a step up and everything it was it was pretty good the one thing that gets me about it and this is the thing that i guess from doing the fan work thing just grates on the fabric of my soul is the the choices for the voice actors in this thing was terrible Mm. Absolutely horrible. Like you listen to Luke Skywalker or Luke Anakin Skywalker. And I guess they said, "Oh well, Anakin's a twenty-something male. Let's just get any twenty-something male and have him play the part. Let's pick somebody who has who doesn't sound at all like Hayden does or anything. No cadence, no nothing, and just throw somebody in there. You know, oh Obi Wan has an English accent. Screw it. Let's just grab anybody with an English accent who can do a marginal impression uh-huh. of McGregor and toss him in there. The, the voice choices were." Terrible for this thing. Okay, yeah, it's, uh, Anakin. Uh, mo- for my part, it was Anakin that was the most different. You know, to be to be quite honest with you, I do believe that the the, the most in- incredibly like bad voice was Anakin because it was oh, yeah. ten times more annoying than it was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> But to be really, uh, I I find it like hard what you say because Obi Wan really had a really good voice. Oh, I, I really oh, love the voice. He, sa- he sounds to me like somebody who's faking an impression more than somebody who is, you know, like getting into the role and actually yeah. acting the part. I liked the, I'm, I'm, strange as it may be, I liked the voice of a uh, what was it, Supreme Chancellor Smithers, <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost more than Obi Wan because at least that voice, I mean, it wasn't trying to go for something yeah. exact and it was trying to like play mm. with. With the way they were stylizing mm-hmm. the character, though, how you get from the Smithers voice or whatever to the Chancellor voice to the Sidious voice, eh, that's that's quite a leap, you know. Maybe he's yeah. you know holding his breath in, sucking in his gut, and doing all those kind of yeah. exercises to switch voices or something. But yeah. and I thought do- it, was, yeah. it was pretty good. Um, Artwork-wise, I know a lot of people have complained about it, but I liked it because I mean I've always been a fan of just different interpretations like that. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars Underworld comics had a very different style of art, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. It's just um, the one thing that got me about it was, first of all, Dirge looks very little, very. It's very hard to look at a Jan Drusima's artwork of Dirge. <laughs> And then look at the character of Dirge in the in the micro series and realize they are the same character. Yeah. And I haven't figured it out yet, but I think I think I understand the basic the basics for how our world relates to to the Star Wars universe. I'm pretty sure sometime in the future, humans are going to travel back in time to a galaxy far, far away and mate with giraffes. We <laughs> 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 get a size Ventress. That's where we get yeah, the all these long, huge necked. I mean, some of these characters' necks are as long as their arms. They might as well be holding sabers in their mouths and swinging their heads around. <laughs> That's true. Really these bad. These really goofy-looking, <laughs> yeah. goofy-looking guys. I'm sorry. They just, they're, I don't know. I don't know. And and Tartakovsky, great, uh, amazing artwork. Okay, mm. needs to needs to understand when he's doing his commentaries the difference between Lucas, as in the guy. And film the company, so he's not saying the people from Lucas. No, 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 no. Lucas film is the people. Yes. Lucas is the guy. That's it. And, but no, the it's just listening to the commentaries and stuff. I can't wait for the DVD, but I hope that they try. They go through and do a new commentary. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be willing to and do it, the commentary. It, <laughs> yeah, that, that he's just kind of sitting there, like sitting there droning. If I hear the word funnest again, I may have to jump through my computer screen and choke someone. <laughs> that, that, well, actually, it's true. It, it, it doesn't seem like he really wants to do them. Yeah. But by the end, you know, by the 10th chapter, 
you see that it had in, it has increased a little bit, and he's like more into the the, the all audio commentary thing. Yeah. He's happy that it's ending. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it, that's probably it. But you know, the first couple of them, somebody said, "You don't get paid if you don't do these." <laughs> 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 but you know, the the worst the worst commentary I heard was really for Chapter Five when he's comparing the organics fights versus the technological fight at uh, at Mount Calamari, and he says, "You know, that's just like." Uh, Like uh, like like Jar Jar in Episode One, you know, <laughs> and the droids. And Whoa! Uh, don't ever don't ever compare anything to Jar Jar. And speaking of which, another thing about this art thing. Now, I'm I'm a big fan of Dirge in the comics. He seems to be kind of the kind of the you know the badass character. But again, it it kind of goes back to that thing I said about the New Jedi Order when we last spoke about how you know how do you top the bad guys you've already seen? You just keep uh -huh. going to extremes, and you got Dirge, but. I'm wondering when it was that somebody in the process of making this comic had some bad seafood, got up off the can, turned around, and before flushing said, "That's it, that's dirge." <laughs> Because that's what I mean. It looks like Valentine's Day huge explosive diarrhea when this guy explodes. Bad sushi. Absolutely nasty. It didn't have the feel of Star Wars to me so much as, you know, ooh, you know, that must be what it looks like when the sarlacc spits up or something. It's gross. <laughs> It's bubblegum, basically. You have to admit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks very much. I'm not going to be having any bubblelicious anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, look, it's bubblegum. No, it's Dirge's innards. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, a, it's the Taffy T1000, is what he yeah, is. Yeah, that's it. Now, and we don't know if he's really dead at the end. You know, that's it. You see the goo getting out of screen, just sliding, know? just a little bit like the T1000 in the. In, uh, in Terminator, Terminator 2 well, but it's, it's not like he's. Li that's the thing that gro that's that's the gross part of it. It's not like he's liquefying. It's like it's like when you get a piece of sausage, right? And you bite into the sausage, and there's one of those little gristle bits that makes oh, you want to spit the thing out. You're like, ugh! It looks like the gristles are what are bringing him back, <laughs> and it's just the sickest. <laughs> I mean, I it, I'm glad that it was I'm never it. eating sausage again. <laughs> I'm glad I was done eating by the time. I mean, yeah. at, at least they don't have Cartoon Network at IHOP, at the International House of Pancakes. So they're not showing that while people are sitting there go eating their sausage and their, you know, their pancakes. Yeah. I hope there's nobody eating right now, listening well, to us. <laughs> of course you know. Yeah, if you're eating right now, I very much apologize. <laughs> But uh, seriously, it's not great. But I mean, I, I liked it. I, as much as I, you know, as I goof off about the stuff yeah. that, I, that was bad about it, I mean, it was a really, for the most part, it was well done. They did a pretty good job of setting it up. The... The presentation format was kind of lacking. They had a, I mean, the very first night, I mean, they had a lot of people who were complaining. Oh, yeah, I remember. signed up for yeah. hyperspace specifically so they could view them and save them, and they put it up as streaming, yeah. which ticked off a lot of people, and a few times... Including I guess me. <laughs> it, it got to the point where I would tape it and not even watch it while it was on, because you set the recorder and step out of the room, because in that little, like, 30-second blurb during the credits of the show before it, it gave away the entire story. I mean... You can't take 30 seconds talking about what's coming up in a three-minute short and say <laughs> everything. That's it. It's like, it was like, it was like you can't watch it yeah. off the TV without... We didn't see it on TV uh, in Canada. Uh, it will be uh, not until... Uh, January. January 3rd, so... I hope uh, they don't... But we saw it uh, anyway. So. Yeah. It'll be, I'm wondering if they're going to actually go through... I mean, I haven't looked into it or anything. If they're actually going to show the first 10 again before they show... You know, before yeah, they show maybe, number 11 and, and get yeah, the ball Maybe rolling. some kind of a marathon. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a long... I mean, it's not a, 
I mean, it's not a huge long time. I mean, you see things like uh, Sci-Fi Channel with Stargate and Farscape when that was still on. Now that it's coming back, which is pretty cool. Um, but they had they've got big month-long gaps. But I mean, you're talking about you know maybe 11 hour-long episodes <laughs> before your little mid-season break. And here we've got I mean, you know, we've got maybe what three minutes. Ten three-minute segments. We've got about yeah. a half an hour worth of material. Yeah. Yep. And then there's this this multi-month gap in between. They've got to do something to remind people and get people interested. And I'm yeah. wondering if it's going to be that that uh, having it on there in the first place and having it online generated enough hype that more people will come back to it, or there'll be so many people who have complaints about it that people won't come back to it. People will just be like, you know what, I saw the first ten. I don't want to see yeah. the other ones. If nothing else, to avoid <laughs> that... that that idiotic little, hey, guys, are you ready, guys, <laughs> Fridays that's on the Cartoon Network. Yeah, that's it, but it's, I think it's kind of obvious that after seeing the 10th ten, episode, you want to know what happens. Yeah. You don't I care about the graphics anymore. You just want to know what happens. <laughs> I would hope. I would hope. I don't know. I love that Cartoon Network was so honest. That the, the, the incredibly annoying guy on their Friday, their Friday show, you got the annoying guy, nice-looking girl, sitting there, um... Like, talk about how, are you ready for Clone Wars? And all the kids are like, yeah. Like, not all hyped up at all. That's but, uh, but I like the fact that he said, and there's probably a lot of people who are coming and viewing Cartoon Network just because of this. We hope you stick around. I'm glad they're so honest with that. Because, I mean, you look at the stuff around it. You know, Pokemon the movie, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, which is like, you know, for people who, what was it, sniff glue and chew, go- chew jawbreakers or something like that. Str- I mean, the, the stuff they put on Cartoon Network these days I mean, it's is lame. Suck. <laughs> 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 I mean, Powerpuff Girls is kind of interesting. If they put Powerpuff Girls in a block with this, maybe. But you get like Ed, Ed, and Eddie, which I mean, you, no, you just, you're sitting there watching it, and you hear this crackling sound, and it's not like the TV is messing up; it's your brain cells <laughs> dying horrible death as you're watching it. And yet, I'm, I'm, everybody's flipping over yeah. the channel to check out the new Clone Wars chapter, and then flipping back. It, yeah. It's I'm happy I watched it on hyperspace. I, I know that the first night I was pissed off really bad because I think everybody I, was. Yeah, but uh, they they give corrected the problem really faster. So give you guys a hint on the hyperspace thing. The, the, yeah. yeah, the problem. They, they usually, if you haven't seen it yet, they usually have these chapters up um, of, at about. They're supposed to be up at 8:30. They usually have them actually up at about 8:20. Yeah. No, they they said they were going to be up at 8:20. But they're actually up at eight eighteen. <laughs> uh, something like that. If you go to, if you go to any of the individual um, pages, like the, the only difference whenever it comes time for them to switch between okay yesterday's yeah. or today's episode or whatever is just a, a slight name change in the page. Yeah. You go to the page a few minutes early, and you the one chance you've got to get that thing downloaded without it taking a while, even on like a cable modem or something. No, I didn't. I was always there at all. Let's say eight, eight fifteen, eight twenty, and I got it uh, right yes. on the on the first time, and uh, and then uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> it it, da- it downloaded really fast. Let's see, about in two minutes, I got it. Yeah. Now the one thing I would suggest to any any listeners out there who who don't like the format of oh it's just these little bitty shorts, I don't like watching them in little segments. If you got QuickTime Pro, yeah, <laughs> take the time, splice them together, just chop off the beginning, chop off the end and sequence them out together and run it together. And you sit there and you watch that as, a, as one half-hour show, and it's actually pretty good. I mean, the continuity yeah. is, is, is fairly decent. You mm-hmm. would think that those Clone Wars, or Clone Wars, they're all Clone Wars, the Clone Battle 
stuff from the beginning wouldn't seem very connected mm-hmm. if you just watch it straight through. But it actually does. And the, and the Ventress mm-hmm. Dooku moment, the whole I am Sith that got people's panties in a bunch and everything. Yeah. If you run those two together, I mean, it's almost, I mean, just there's, n- there's not much in terms of music yeah. change or nothing. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're whining about it because of how short it is, mm-hmm. give it a chance. You know, yeah. run it together, if nothing else, and try to see it. So it might mean having yeah. to save stuff to your hard drive and then play around with it rather than watching mm-hmm. it all on hyperspace. But it's yeah. worth a look. I mean, if it'll get you interested in seeing the second half of it. Yeah. So Sebastian actually did that. Uh, he put them uh, all together. Yep. To, uh, to watch it so. I linked them all together in one uh, big giant gulp of a half an hour uh, show <laughs> which it, it comes to be really interesting you know it's yeah it's, ki- it's kind of anticlimactic though you go from I mean y- you got your your odd moment to just kind of make you go what like Cal L Kenobi jumping up and doing his little what is it 300 meter 300 foot leap. yeah that's yeah. it the Jedi free fall you, the, the picture is actually on the website I'll repost the link uh, in the chat, but there's actually uh, I actually put the picture on the uh, on the website there of the Jedi freefall. It's like 300 foot, like I you know fall. you you hope incredible. You, you, hope they, no, they you, guys, you guys mentioned the lances yet that somehow one hit from a lance causes an entire tank to explode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the joust. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I just. I want to know what's in those things, you know. We could have used that in Iraq and made this a very <laughs> a much faster process. Yeah, well, even just a scratch on the armor yeah, got them to well, explode. You, ha- you, have to ma- you have to know that it's probably because they're vibroblades, you know, kind of jousts. Yeah, the incredible vanishing, uh, was it incredible vanishing droids or incredible vanishing troopers when it goes from a medium shot to a long shot of some of these tanks that are getting blown up and all of a sudden the troopers are gone. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The they just decided to run. This was like, they was like, oh no, one hit and I'm going to explode. Screw this and ran. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was entertaining. It was yeah. entertaining. You gotta, you gotta view it through that, you know, that step back and realize, hey, this is just another story in the saga. Don't nitpick it too but much. Isn't that all Star and Wars is? Entertainment. <laughs> nitpick it. Is isn't it like, like all Star Wars is entertainment? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all, Star Wars is supposed to be entertainment, but, you know, we talked a while back about how some people take it so seriously that it's almost becoming, I mean, yeah. it's almost becoming like a cult in terms of, in terms of how fiercely people will defend it, you know, I mean, just go with it, it's entertainment, and if something doesn't match up, you know they're gonna fix it. I did a, yeah. um, did an interview recently with, recently with Kevin J. Anderson mm-hmm. that I'm putting out Things like January first. Yeah. Whenever, whenever our bandwidth stops being smacked, all the crap. <laughs> but I mean, he and I talked a little bit about how he's sort of been able to come in and be like the architect to try to fit some things together and make some things work by doing the essential chronology. You know that if something contradicts, somebody's going to come in and find a way mm-hmm. to fix it. Just like that whole thing about oh, well, wait a second, Ventress is supposed to already be going after you know Mace Windu and all this yeah. stuff. And they just said, okay, well, yeah, it's, it's it takes place a little bit before, whatever. Yeah. They're gonna fix it. Don't. They got people just for that. <laughs> it's like if you're gonna watch it to nitpick it, don't watch it. You know, it's just like, um, like, okay, last night I go out to to uh, the local Walmart and uh, in the process of buying Bad Boys 2, mm-hmm. come outside and find that some lady has backed into my passenger side door of oh. my 2001 Mustang. Oh. All happy. So. I'm going home and I'm thinking, man, this movie better be the best damn movie I've seen in years <laughs> for what it's going to wind up, you know, costing me in terms of time and trouble to get fixed, to get the car fixed and everything. And I had heard that that movie was 
kind of, like I'd heard a lot of bad things about the movie, but I sat back, watched it for escapism, and really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. That's the way you got to approach the Clone Wars thing. If you're watching it just to to pick out the bad things, you know, it's not going to work. And I did yeah. reviews for T-Bones for it, but the first time sitting down to watch it, I wasn't trying to nitpick it. I wasn't trying to come up with the good, the bad, mm-hmm. the ugly, that sort of thing. Just, you know, sit back, watch it, and if you like it, watch it. If you don't like it, don't watch the next one. But people get all wrapped up, just like that that explosion of all the people who are like, wait a second, she can't be Sith. What's going on? It's like, well, 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 we've got how many parts left? Shut up, yeah. watch it. <laughs> yeah, you especially know, when you have a weekend before the next yeah, episode. You know? Oh, God, people were, people were going ballistic. <laughs> well, that was, that it's was like... It's, it's like the people who first, um, when Terry Brooks's novelization of, uh, of The Phantom Menace yeah. came out before The Phantom Menace mm-hmm. film came out, and it talked about Darth Bane and all the stuff with yeah. 2,000 years ago, Sith, mm-hmm. and everybody starts going, wait! And, like, people are freaking out. I mean, like, like, men, like as far as... The internet equivalent, they were like rioting in the streets, like, wait yeah. a second, Tales of the Jedi, Tales of the Jedi, yeah. calm down and, <laughs> and, you know, enjoy it. They're going to fix it, you know they are, because if you gripe about it, somebody's going to fix it. Half these, half the people writing this stuff have, have read maybe one or two things in the entire line. They're yeah. given like little Bibles of, okay, this is what's happened before, now go write, have fun, go play, you know, mm-hmm. they don't take it nearly as seriously as we do. Yeah. No, that's it. No, just, just, just sit back and enjoy it. That's, I don't know, I think that's, that just goes back to the whole fandoms having yeah. issues lately. We're taking it, maybe it's just because it's almost coming to an end, because episode three's come, but we're yeah. taking it so seriously that most, most of the criticisms I've heard about the Clone Wars micro-series haven't been legitimate content-based things. It's been like, oh, how dare they only make it three minutes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, how dare they put it on, on Cartoon Network for those people who don't get cable? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? It's, it, it doesn't seem like people are really just willing to sit back and take it, take it at face value. And taking it at face value, I liked it. It's got its, yeah. its issues. It's got its, you know, violet and pink diarrhea monster, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I'm looking forward to the last ten, if only mm-hmm. so that I can see where they're drawing some of these things to. I want to see how certain things get worked out so that it doesn't wind up contradicting with anything else that's come before. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're making an effort to actually tie this in with the comics and stuff. When mm-hmm. originally they were saying it was going to be basically infinities. The, yeah. the original line was, "Oh, it's not real." You know, it's not going to have any better. It's not. It's not just not canon on Lucas's level. It's just mm-hmm. not going to have anything to do with anything. And they actually made an effort to work it in. So I'm, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, especially how the Ventress thing works and how somehow somebody puts a crank in her back and makes that neck normal human size. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I think maybe Clone Wars will be a test for the future. Oh, I hope. Hopefully, so. I, I would love to see a Star Wars like ongoing cartoon ser- series if it's done. Right. If it's not done in the droids or yeah. Ewoks type of cartoon, that's it. Yeah, just because I, I can. The, the one thing I remember about watching Ewoks before I bought any of the old episodes or anything like that was I remember that that C three PO was basically like Gumby. You know, he could move and stretch in all kinds of weird directions. <laughs> that's that Edel just can't move. Yeah, that's because they were basing themselves on the Galoob action figure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, It'd be nice if this was a uh, showing for the future. And I mean, as much as I would like to see something 
live action mm-hmm. from Star Wars on television, and as much as there there are rumblings, yeah. no pun intended, with you know, segment and everything, as as much as there are rumblings that there might be something live action, I don't think it's going to happen. And as much as every story, everything that has a beginning has an end and all that stuff, it'd be nice that if before Star Wars kind of trickles out with you know the films being finished, the films coming out mm-hmm. in their final you know special, 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 super special edition on DVD and stuff, that maybe they could get one last hurrah in with a really good cartoon series to sort of take it out. But I can't imagine that Lucas would want that to be the last thing of Star Wars produced visually. I can't imagine that. So I don't know. It depends on if he gets to make the call or not. Yeah. We will see. Well, uh, thanks a lot, Nathan. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, you're the, w- uh, let's say, the administrator. <laughs> Star Wars Fanworks. <laughs> That's right. Yep. And uh, when you get back into the chat, we will play your intro again. That's right, so you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is, um, I'm worried, but this should be good. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's, it's really cool. represent. Your it represents uh, your Nathan's rumbling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to let you go on that. Thank you very much for being with us tonight again. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. There yeah. you go. Okay. We got three emails that we're going to read uh, okay. because we're not going to call them tonight. Uh, re- you have to remember something, people is and fans. If you want us to call you, you have to be like present in the chat so we can actually do call you. We can know you're available for us to call you because yeah. if you're just listening and not present in the chat, We, we don't have know. No clue. That we don't there. know. We'll be answering the phone. That's you, it. You know? Maybe eating or something. You know. Not that we have anything against grandmas, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, our dear friend Tim McDonough sent us uh, this uh, comment. I believe that Clone Wars did a superb job on bending the worlds of animation and Star Wars into an entertaining program for all ages. The animation is original yet at the same time familiar. The artists and writers did an excellent job of capturing the essence of lead roles. Seeing Obi-Wan as a legendary general of the Clone Wars was something special all by itself. He was a perfect blend of young Obi-Wan's confidence and old Obi-Wan's insight. Anakin Skywalker's exploit in the air sent chills through my spine, and seeing Kit Fisto in the spotlight was a treat. <laughs> Most importantly, however, was that writing team ability to work within this, within a storyline that already has the elements created for them. They arrange those elements and new ones into what I believe is some of the most original Star Wars writing to date. Being a huge fan of the books, comic, comic short stories, and movies alike, I was not surprised to see the appearance of Esage Ventress and Dirge, but was enormously pleased to see the writers acknowledge an already existing yet important part of Star Wars canon. The attitude and presence of these characters brought to the micro-series was something truly original. Revealing that, revealing what is under Dirge armor is by far the coolest thing to come out of Star Wars in the past couple of years. And our lady Sith friend will be a part of the dark side for, of my heart forever. <laughs> okay, uh, Kitor84 wants her name spoken on the show, so... It's Cheetor, actually. She, Cheetor? She, uh, yeah, she... It's not Cheetor? No, it's Cheetor84. Hi, Cheetor. hello, Cheetor. And so uh, we got Adam1, Cheetor84, Star Wars Fanworks, which is Nathan, and a new member, Zipper. Zipper, that's right. It just, like, dropped by. Okay, we have Byron Jutany, who sent us another email. He says, I saw the first 10 episodes of Clone Wars, and I was a bit disappointed with the concept of micro-series. And I would have liked it more if it was a bit longer. Animations weren't bad, but there was a Star Wars magic missing from it, for some odd reason. 
maybe make animation more smoother and modify the sounds. That kicked butt. Storyline was okay, but there should have been more stuff going on. It felt like I was watching Star Wars version of Tom and Jerry. <laughs> New planets, Plo Koon kicked butts. Action-packed episode, smart tactic used by clones, the new Sith, evilness of Sidious, Obi-Wan's loyalty, and Anakin's love for Padme were all great things that I was expecting, and where you guys completely satisfied me and other fans. He says, thank you to all the, the creating team at Cartoon Network. Uh, to go back on the point of, of the, the sound, because he makes a good point there. However, not to be blasting and contradicting, they did use the sound of the original Star Wars. And that's something that Gary Tarkovsky There may be us. some new sound somewhere, but they, they did they did came up with some new sound. But most of the sound that you hear are either uh, like laser shots from Tie Fighters mm-hmm. and stuff like that for the space shots, and even for the the ground the ground battles mm-hmm. they use uh, the Tie uh, the Tie lasers again. And you have to listen very carefully for these things because most of the most of Star Wars is really the sound that goes with it. Okay. Intelligent music, as I like to call it. <laughs> Next, <laughs> Adam is asking about Nathan, uh, about nineteen-year-old students, about Nathan. So. Okay. Okay. Peter Flesses Fles- sent us the very long email, actually, about uh, no, it was Alex Newborn, sorry, who sent us this email. Uh, I'd have to say that Kit Fisto episode was my favorite, for sure. Number of kick-ass design work. I don't know what the official term is for the aquatic version of the clone troopers, but barely had time to recover from their beauty before being treated for. The, other, the underwater incarnation of droid fighters. And then, here comes the Mon Calvary. Atop <laughs> what I can consume must have been Krakana. Which, is, which makes sense. Okay, I was slightly annoyed that the Krakana or whatever all swim identically, cloning the art for droids and ships, and even clone troopers is one thing. But organic critters, they should have been like on different sinks, which I personally thought they were. Uh, but then, third time I watched the episode, I caught the sight of Kit Fisto's wicked belt buckle, and all was forgiven. It goes by pretty fast, a nice little yin-yang, very informed by two fish. For some reason, that's exactly the kind of detail that gives me the fanboy giggles. What are those Army of the Republic single pilot fighter craft called? I halfway expect them to be the T-Wings or, or some such, but the Republic never seems to be especially clever in their naming convention, gunship being a case in point. I'm thinking probably clone fighters or something like that. Since we have the Jedi Starfighter, we're going to have the clone Starfighter. Hanakin's I find it pretty boring compared to the original saga. Yeah. He agrees with me on Hanakin's voice. It's just a tad too high, and the guy doing Dooku has to stretch a bit. But otherwise, I felt like the casting of vocal actors were good matches. Although more so than the films, even this animated version of Star Wars suffers in dialogue, scenes, and shines in vin- visual storytelling. But we could say that's just the style. Yeah. Yes. But the episodes are so short that you cannot linger on long, long conversation. Yeah. 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 Uh, I still, I still scratch my head every time at one scenes where uh, Obi Wan Kenobi talks to Anakin before they depart for battle. They did a cool shot of Obi Wan walking away, reflected on the side of the top of the ship. Anakin is repairing, but when the camera pans over to Annie's reaction, there's no reflection of Anakin. What? How come? He's a vampire. Is he a is he a vampire Jedi? He's a Jedi vampire. That's right, and you can actually see that uh, I put the image on the on the website in the, in the under the no reflection for Anakin, and it's true. There's no reflection for Anakin. <laughs> uh, another puzzle just before Dirge intro. There, we see an emotion among the bankers gathered around the old table. 
maybe at a guess, but it says it's it's Newt Gunray. And then he's not seen again. Is it a glitch or foreshadowing? Only time will tell. Maybe you know he ran away or something. And the Moidians are good at that. Yep. He could go on and on, but the arena free of free for all with Ventress, Sidious, all the projector walking down the stairs, and the parallels to the space battle in the Phantom Menace drawn in episode ten. But you'll stop drooling for now. That came from Alex Newborn. Which is okay. We uh, we got two cool. more visitors in the chat. Jedi McDo no. <laughs> oh, Jedi McDonald, which is probably t- Tim. And Hello. <laughs> and Lestat. And Lestat. What, what is it? Do you, you think is is the guy the vampire guy from Jedi Talk? It might be. From Jedi Talk, what are you talking? Yeah, about? there there was a, a a guy in the chat uh, in the earlier okay. episodes of Jedi Talk. Wi- you need what? to get your own computer, the boy. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Send me money, I will buy a computer. Okay, so you're Go. finished with the. Uh yes, we're finished with the emails. Okay, so does everyone? Somebody wants us to call. I think we're going to be fine actually for now because we have to finish Time's that show. Time's coming up. Yeah, that's it. We have to finish that show eventually. So we're going to go to another musical break and we're going to be listening to Sweet Child of Mine from Guns N' Roses covered by Cheryl Crow. Yeah. <laughs>
At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Hi, this is Michael Sheard, Admiral Ozzel from The Empire Strikes Back, and you are listening to Star Wars On Direct. Hi. Hello. And we're back to Star Wars On Direct. <laughs> I missed, I, I clicked. Uh, you misclicked. You misclicked, that's it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, okay. So right now we're going to be entering the secondary subject, which is the open subject we're waiting for. <laughs> okay, Nathan is really, really cool. He wants us to talk about the most oversexed Star Wars character. But we're not going to do that right now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to play a Nathan's intro for those who just came in the chat. Okay. So it won't be long. It's re- just shut up and I won't turn off the, turn off the mic. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's representative, you know. (laughs) And of course, Adam is telling me he likes said sperm and now this. It's not my sperm, it's the sperm of the guy who drew the the, the, the gang carrot thingy there on Calamary. You know, what can I say? Sorry, Adam. Have a very good way of open minded thinking. (laughs) Other people call it perfiness. Well, speaking of which, <laughs> StarWars.com, they just issued a new poll, and it's going to be up till uh, December 16th. You, here is the question, where is your girlfriend from? And of course you have four choices that you can answer. The Expanded Universe, the Original Trilogy, the Prequel Trilogy, or Up in Canada near Niagara Falls. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, people. Are the girls from Niagara easy or something? Just so easy? Is it so? You know, because we have friends over there. They're the Young Jedi Niagara fan club from Fanforce. And they're really cool. I mean, we have uh, Woofer from Fanforce, who's their uh, CR. And uh, one of their members, YJN, is also uh, the Canadian RSA on Fanforce. And they're really great people to talk to, really enjoyable to be around. They have this great parade every year for the Wine and Grape Parade. And, you know, it's if you ever pass by White, uh, oh, but by St. Catherine's, if people vote all it's already cool. If people vote for Canada, maybe we will have a convention or something, you know? More people? No. Nah, no, nah. no, forget it. <laughs> Not in St. Catherine's anyway. <laughs> no no offense no, for for that, guys, but <laughs> I don't think we're going to see it. No, I meant Canada in general. Yeah, well, that would be either Toronto or Vancouver, so... Not Montreal. <laughs> uh, Steve worth ear a couple of years back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It'll be in Toronto. Let's, let's just face yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, let's face yeah. it. <laughs> I'll stop dreaming. So, but anyway. I won't see it, but it anyway. <laughs> uh the the uh, results <laughs> the results of the poll is basically uh thirty one percent of the people have a girlfriend in the expanded universe. Twenty one percent in the original trilogy. Uh, Leia, 
34 no, 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 no. 34% slave slave Leia a slave Leia Th- 34% in the in the prequel trilogy and 15% actually have girlfriends up in Canada near Niagara Falls so <laughs> that's I mean starwars.com we clap our hands yes to you for I mean it's, it's and Paul Enns is Canadian and yeah you know he has Canadian relatives and I think this uh, slipped past him yeah, yeah I think so <laughs> or he, or he probably like was really tired of something for from working on hyperspace. And so sure, go ahead, <laughs> and then he's gonna see it like in, in a couple of weeks. And he's like, what you actually did put that up on the website? <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, there was this friend of ours who came by the um, the, the 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 fan audio forums, and he's lo- he was looking for you know a way to do a deep voice or someone okay. with with a deep voice type of James Earl Jones, Jones thingy. So what I said is, you know, all you really need is a good glass, and depending on the de- on the depth of the glass, you can actually uh, have a fairly like good voice going deeper and deeper. Because you can see my voice right now. <laughs> Whoa! Don't take that too close. To <laughs> uh, you can see my voice right now. It's not like it's just like let's say a average, an average voice. So if I want to go a little deeper, all I have to do is place this like. Just like glass right in front of me, and that's that's just a medium-sized glass, and I already have a deeper voice just by talking. And like behind a, uh, behind a helmet, you know. sort of behind a helmet. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But that guy wasn't looking for Darth Vader kind of voice. But still, if I take a deeper glass and I kept on tr- uh, on talking about it, that's even more <laughs> like a clone trooper helmet, <laughs> you know. And where's the other thing? Oh yeah, take a look into my bag. And take 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 out the the green thing over there. Oh man, <laughs> that sounds so. It doesn't it's, sound it's, good it's at ju- all. It just sounds silly, you know. Because a couple of years ago, I just bought this thing at the at the dollar store, and it, it's supposed to do a little echo, which it kind of did. There's some kind of little walk, sound thing here. Walk towards the light. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, all you have to do is basically like take normal stuff that you can find around your place and you'll be able to get yourself a deeper voice and even if you actually like <coughs> clear out your voice and start speaking a little bit lower and just that James Earl Jones kind of accent but the easier way check your sound card there's probably a program with it record That's right. and there's probably option to, you to can get down your voice you can edit the voice yeah. uh, as you want it sounds better than uh, With a glass, then a glass like that, yeah. of course. <laughs> um, the other thing uh, about the, the 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 voice effects and all is that y- you don't really need those voice effects to actually come up with something really funny. Uh, listening to some of the edits that our friends from the French show do, it's fairly good just with their 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 simple voice. And now for the painful, painful, painful way. I'd say bash, but <laughs> it's more of a put down. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, in this week's hour, which is a local paper here in Montreal, it's called a free the Hour. Newspaper. It's a free newspaper. You just like grab it. It's all the art and culture life of here in Montreal. Uh, Dimitri Katadonis, the actually editor in chief of the Hour, published a, uh, an email. But well, published published something about an article that was entitled "Trash and Burn." When I saw that, I was wondering about what what, what it was all about. Uh, 
And I finally took a look around it because George Lucas' name was coming out of it. So I'm like, what the heck is that? Why are they talking about George Lucas in the hour, you know? Small town, kind of paper, talking about George Lucas. Open up the article and read it, and it's like, oh my lord, that gut of a geek, George Lucas, is being bashed on the head, blah, 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 blah. And actually, it's not the filmmaker, it's Dimitri Katathadis himself, who's saying, you know, George Lucas is a god of a geek. Wow. You must be suicidal, Dimitri. I mean, <laughs> you don't insult the man, <laughs> as, as Nathan would put it. And it's Stan the man. George. Jo- George. George is George. That's right. And basically, I take a look at, the, uh, at, this, uh, at this article, and it's actually a movie review. It's a movie review for the Star Wars Untitled Mockumentary, which is a mocking way of documenting something. And basically, it's a really pitiful guy with absolutely no talent who decided to just, like, take over his basement and his friend's studio and just, like, shoot a couple of scenes, like, his back right next to a brick wall and cutting in scenes from the Star Wars Episode 1 and Episode 2 making of and just, like, Bash and just like make fun of George Lucas. Just like team. insulting George Lucas and insulting the animatics uh, team and insulting the special effects people. And just like totally taking like screw ripping off all the copyrights and yeah, that's it. It's it's incredible. This guy really like just like he's he's like really crappy. He has a G five. Okay, bravo. He has I don't a think D- he was a G five. Or G4, I don't... It's a Mac. It's yeah, just a Mac on which he edited, like, some scenes from the from the, the, the movies. And he just, like, voiced over and added some scenes from different movies uh, for the, the, the preview and the trailer for Episode 2, which was, in a way... That was the best... A- a- it was after. funny. I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to laugh at it, for sure. But to be quite honest, it's not... That's the only good part about it, because that's actually the funny part. After that, it's really just saying, you know, uh, CGI is bad, and I don't like it, and I'm telling you, and you can, like, basically go beep yourself, because I don't want to... Yeah. You said it before. Yeah, so you can go fuck yourself. And, you know, I, these guys are really stupid, and they work for this yes man, and they're, they're all yes men, I mean, and I just can't believe the the total non-respect this guy has for... Filmmakers. I mean, CGI artists do work a lot. Sure, maybe they do push a little bit, uh, a lot, the, the, the left hour on their keyboard, but that's just part of the job. I mean, just there, there's thing you, you there cannot do without CGI, you know? That's it, there yeah, are it some things like you cannot this, do. This, I, they had this whole sequence where it was just this guy pressing this button, and it yeah. was this this voiceover of this guy going, I, "I'm getting paid to do a break this button, push this button, push this button, and he goes faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and faster." To and the point where he just goes like, "Can I push this button? That's the button. That's it's like, it's, it's what's the point of this?" I the mean, actual good part about it, I think, was the um, the Spanish or maybe it was, I, I don't remember. It was either Spanish or Latin musical. About drugs, but that we saw yeah, before that. The it was so funny. Because just before that movie, we, we saw that in, in a local theater that is specialized in It's like a art house uh, slash repertory theater. Yeah, that's it. You don't see, things you don't see anywhere. 
else than there. <laughs> yeah. and no blockbuster. That's it. And we had something from the Trafico de Ideas right before that, which is which was saying, you know, drugs are drugs are bad, and the the drugs in the street and the violence in the street in Venezuela or someplace like that. And basically, uh, I don't I don't want long hairs. I want my my haircut to look like an ashtray. It was so <laughs> stupid. It was just so. Oh my funny. god! That was just like really bad. Okay, it's, it's if you take drugs, that's what gonna, that's what's gonna happen to you. And but to come back to the mockumentary, uh, we we just like we sat there for 45 minutes and watched it, and we just said like that's really bad. We, were, we, were really la- we weren't laughing at the gags; we were laughing at the at, filmmakers. Oh, okay. At the filmmakers, that's it. And then after after the after the uh, mockumentary ended, there was this whole weird. It was like experimental, Vibe, yeah. but it was but it wasn't. I wouldn't say they filmed it on purpose to be experimental. Yeah. They just like it's as if they woke up out of a drunk. Days and found the camera with film on it and said, "Well, hey, well, let's edit it together. Hey, said, hey let's just like put it up <laughs> together and make a shirt out of it." Just the two guys stumbling around their basement and stumbling around a garage with beer in their hand and drunk and like rolling around, that's it, and rolling around on the wall and then throwing sh- throwing beans at a cat, beans you know? at their cat. Like weird, weird. W- were stuff. there many people? In no, just the, the two. Just the two of two them. them. Oh, in the theater itself, the theater there was, was about, I'd say, 15, 15 people. Yeah, okay. to the most. And you know, it's seven dollars to actually go see the Trafico de Ideas uh, violence in Deruta, and you see the forty-five minutes documentary plus the two shorts. Uh, it's not worth seven bucks, to be quite honest with you. I just hope. No. I just but hope you this know thing. Like ends up on the internet, and I, and I he hope he takes sued. He like takes mad. Lucas material, mix it up his own way, yeah. and get people to pay to see it. Yes, yeah, that's oh man, that's just he's bad. so screwed. This guy. Plus, on top of these things, he basically he decided to go forward and use Lucasfilm logo at the beginning of his film. He did that on purpose. <laughs> use the the green silvery flashing yeah. Lucasfilm logo that is so cool to look like to look at. He just like put that in his mockumentary and used that. It's it's really disgusting. It's like, listen to me, dude. You're pitiful. Your mockumentary is only in like a sub basement cinema somewhere in Montreal, Canada, Quebec, of all places. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Cinematic Park is pretty good. Yes, it it, ha- it shows good films. Yeah, I know, but I want to make my point that it's a repertory c- cinema, and it's yeah, it's yeah. lost in the middle of nowhere. And basically, this guy is has to show it there because nowhere else wants it. Nowhere else will actually even shoot there. It. It's just like this joke. Yes, it's it's incredible. It's like there's it's like almost this guy no one didn't go to film school. He just picked up like Final Cut and he just started match mashing around with it, and. Really, the stuff that he did, it dragged on forever. Yeah. That's it. Uh, we're not exactly I sure. I would have made it ten minutes, five minutes yeah. tops because it got so old. Okay. It's like, you know, it's always the same kind of toilet jokes that come up over and over again. That and, and the, You know, uh, one one guy, like, popping off at uh, George Lucas comments on uh, some scenes and stuff like that. It's it was It was quite bad. And then they had those weird ABC... Things. Yeah, well, that's the shorts, basically. Yeah, the, this is Tom Jones. There's yeah. a and Dan August <laughs> Zipper uh, asking, who is asking us, uh, is that mockumentary, mockumentary online? online. Uh, right now, we're not sure. To be quite honest, I'm I'd, not I'd really hit sure. The P, the, the uh, P2P 
peer-to-peer yes. yeah. software. The Kaza software. It's called the Unentitled Star Wars Mockumentary. Wait, what's the guy's name that did it? It's Damon Packard. Damon Packard. So search on the internet for him, and then maybe you can find And if more. he gets sued, he will probably put it on the internet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's it. And you'll probably find it one day yeah. if he does get sued at cons. I actually, if I was him, I would put it already on the internet so a lot of people would, would, see, it, would yeah. see it and add While it. he still has a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While he still has Because you know, he cannot make money. Yeah, but he cannot make money out of it on the internet. That's but it. in the cinema, people pay. Even though the Phantom Menace, the Phantom Edit, yeah. yes. the, he, the guy that made it wasn't making money off of it. Yeah. yeah and, and he still, still got his pants. So it was like 99% it's uh, the material, yeah. all over again, but with voiceover and insulting comments uh, at the uh, at the animatics guy. Okay, which is really impolite. I mean, man, I'm really you're sorry. allowed to disagree. Yeah, but, but no, to go wait, out wait, wait. And like I'm really sorry for you because you have nothing else better than to actually take other people's work and put it like and rearrange it together so it pleases you a little bit more, and then just like doing some voiceover and. Taking some shots that you did in your basement that don't even like look good, and just putting in—I mean, I, you obviously I have a, you obviously have a lot of time to waste because the stuff you did, I know because I edit and that's that it. took a lot of time and effort and thinking and planning. Yeah. My gosh, it's like Matthew Stover's "Get a Life." Yeah. Yep. You have to. We're not saying that to you, Matt. <laughs> Matthew. No, 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 no. I'm just quoting. But no, quoting we, we, we're quoting Matthew Stover. You know, it's like get a life, dude. Uh, it's incredible. Actually, I'm just gonna take a gonna take a little look at something right before uh, you close off this subject. Uh, maybe you can. We'll go to a musical break and come back. Uh, sure. With the last part of the show. Certainly, sir. Okay. So we'll be right back. It's Christmas. Baby, please come home.
Hi, I'm Sean Green. And I'm Shane Dix. And we're the authors of the new Jedi Order trilogy, Force Heretic. You're listening to Star Wars on Direct. No, now I got like mixed images in my head because it's either gonna be Ewoks with those horns or the Calamarian from the Clone Wars with the horns. Yeah, and I like, I like the Calamarian is better. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go on and talk a little bit about what's coming up in your community because it's the community update. Uh, the Philippines Star Wars Conve- convention is coming up into Montelupa, Philippines, December 18 to 21st, 2003. Uh, you can go to starwarsphilippines.ph www.starwarsphilippines.ph for more information. Then, from uh, what we can say, there's pretty nothing much happening in in January nor in February. And then in all March... All the way to March 7th. All the way to March 7th, where we have Star Wars Day 8 in Devon, UK, with Dave Prowse, Warwick Davis, and Michael Sheard, and Mike Emin, Edmonds. Uh, you can go to www.exewing.btinternet.co.uk for more information on our webpage. .co.uk. C-O. Co. Do we agree on the pronunciation? Yes? Okay, it doesn't matter, but good enough. And on the more local basis, uh, sitlan.net uh, will have their usual uh, New Year... Annual... First weekend of the new year, supper. That's right. On January 3rd. The same time as the The Clone Clone Wars. Wars. (laughs) In Canada. (laughs) In Canada. But of course, we all have watched it and. On hyperspace. You know, we'll be like probably bringing them over for the kids who haven't haven't seen them yet to to, to, to see them. So we'll be happy to do so. That's why I love like QuickTime 6 Pro. Because you can save awesome. things. Yeah, you can save things to your hardware. Uh, there's a lot of way to save things. Yes, on but your let's not spoil yeah. it now. <laughs> we keep those secrets. Yeah. That's it. Secrets of Okay, quickly. and basically, uh, that's mostly all of what's happening right now. Uh, we can say that the biggest happening in the month of December is the coming out of Return of the King. Yeah. Of course, Alliance, uh, Alliance Atlantis, Viva Film, and New Line Cinema have totally ignored the fans. Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's New Line. I'd say it's more Alliance. No, no, it's both of them. Trust me. Oh, really? We made, we they screwed a- us both over. We actually talked with both association and both companies screwed us over and they totally ignored the fact that the fans... There were more than just 300 fans in every city around the world. Of course, except for Toronto because they have seven theaters showing it. Uh, we're gonna they got seven prints? <laughs> okay. Uh, they, they got what? Seven, seven what? Seven what? Seven prints? Seven prints. Of the film. They got seven prints yeah. of the extended edition. Se- seven prints and for the mar- for seven prints for seven marathons in Toronto. For the Marathon Why? Tuesday. And only and one in English and in we Montreal. Got one in the English, one in French in Montreal. That's it. And so one in French in Quebec City. 3.5 million people versus 5 million people. 
I don't so know. Yeah. You know, if you put it in the balance, it's just because Jim Sherry's from Toronto, and he just likes bragging about the fact that he's, ter- he's from Toronto, and he's, he's going to be able to see the Marathon Tuesday for free, nonetheless, not for f- not for fifty bucks, for free. We, can we say it now about Toronto? <laughs> I I'm I don't <laughs> know if it's fair to say. So I have relatives yeah, there, no, it, and yeah. they know my opinion. Okay. <laughs> you have relatives there. Poor thing. So, so who is Boba Fett? I do believe that Boba Fett is uh, one Graham. of them. Yeah, the, our friend who joined us at uh, the oh, bar. Oh, okay, In, uh, with the, the YJ Han Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. You can see those marvelous pictures with the shower, uh, the, with the, the, yeah, the yeah. bathrobe, and okay. his boxers sitting that's on right. Seb's lap. Yep, that's right. <laughs> So and me enjoying it. <laughs> so for the people listening, you you could have uh, said the Boba uh, no, uh, party, the party Boba, the party Boba, yeah, the party instead of like the the, yeah. the party guy, you have the we we came up with the party clone a couple of months ago. Well, now we have the party Boba. <laughs> yeah, because F E T E the 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 word fight is party, his party, yeah, in French. So, so basically. Uh, That's kind of it, <laughs> almost. Um, yeah, that's it. We, uh, we 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 took a look during the little musical break for this mockumentary on P2P uh, kind of P2P thingy P2P there. Oh, you can see. <laughs> we we took a look on Castlelight and it, it wasn't there. Uh, from the articles we've we've read, both from Cinema the Park uh, paper and Howard paper, it's not on the internet. It's not out there. It's not meant to be a fan film, but damn well. Should be. It will be. It will find its way. You know, it should be a fan film. And it should be the. Deni- it should be like refused by everyone in the Star Wars fandom. Oh, you know, like, 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 watch Adam one. They got nine prints in Lexington. Yep. And they got a population of two hundred eighty thousand. See, see. It has. Oh, I think. I think it's the whole thing. And we're French and we're Canadian. We're yeah. French, we're Canadian, and that's not only the problem because there's pe- there's people in Texas. Uh, we've got friends from Fanforce in Texas who have the same problem. They won't be able to get to the Marathon Tuesday. We have people all over the place, even in Los Angeles. Uh, it's incredible. There's people all over the place who are going to be missing the Marathon Tuesday just because they wouldn't release enough prints. And now what do they tell us? Is that, yeah, well, you know, we're really sorry. Right now our attention is on getting the film out. And after that, we're going to be like printing up some more prints after we've made like tons of money on the people who are going to see the marathon on a Tuesday for $50 and then we're going to be showing we're going to be able to show them to you uh, again for the the marathon for no, only $30 you. instead of instead of $50 but no, you know what you. by that time I'll just like wait and for the for the DVD to come out and I'd rather watch it at home let's face it yeah that's it you know I'll be much more comfortable I'll, I'll, than I'll, it. P- I'll take that $50 I was going to pay for the marathon and I'll put it towards the extended edition DVD that's it And I'll be sitting rather comfortably at home than in a, st- then than in a stupid I'm famous player theater. A letter so that Peter Jackson doesn't produce from Alliance or New Line. He goes yep. somewhere else and takes his. Well, home. basically, Alliance are the distributor, f- the Canadian distributor for for New Line. Well, so New that's Line why they got like that's why that's why that's got there. But we had an article even in the hour this uh, this week about this little ordeal, and uh, even the people from uh, from the theaters, the the Goodwill theaters uh, here in Montreal, they said if we had the prints, we would sell them, but they won't give us the prints. You know, there, there's a, lo- a lot of English cinema in Montreal. That's it. It's, not, like because it's not because we're, we're French that we don't listen to original That's English right. movie. You know, exactly. Most pe- most 
French Canadians who are bilingual will go see the original version. Yeah. yeah. And if I want to go see a French movie, I will go see it in French. And you yeah. know what? This this is a Star Wars show, so I'm gonna finish this like Lord of the Rings thingy note on this. This parentheses. This yeah, yeah these these brackets. I'm gonna f- close these brackets right here. Uh, okay, I got something to ask you guys. How come me and two other friends of mine can come up with a line party for exactly forty dollars? We can come up with three movies free popcorn in the afternoon and a really good buffet supper at a at a nearby place of theater and a lot of prizes and a lot of a lot of and prizes and ton, tons of raffle prizes just for showing you know and we can come up with that for $40 how come do, do, do you ask for $50 to show three movies with 45 minutes intervene when we can actually put it over the same period of the day we can actually put an hour in between the first and the second movie and two hours in between the second and third. I'm just going to leave it to that. Ask yourself the question. Maybe there's something wrong with your marketing department, guys. <laughs> oh, there and you go. And that was Sebastian rumbling. That was Sebastian's rumbling. Play Nathan's rumbling just for Nathan that. Nathan rumbling. Okay, <laughs> okay. And there you go. That's all I had to say about this. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Do you feel better now, Sam? Yes. The next show will be on January 4, 2004, and it oh will be gosh. about the 2003 year in review. Yeah. Uh, of course. You'll have a lot of miscellaneous news to oh watch. Oh, God. Yes. How about it will be really uh, sum up the... Yeah. So, if you have any comments on the show and that you would like to make suge- suggestions for the upcoming subjects, you can please send an email to studio at swendirect.com. If you like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Word of mouth is still the best publicity that we can have by our listeners. Um, of course, we'd like to take a, to take a t- uh, little time to thank our sponsors at land.net, Legends Action Figures, simplenet.ca, simple-net.ca, and our partners, TheForce.net, your daily dose of Star Wars, and StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio, and of course also Star Wars with a Z.com, where we pick up the stor- some, some of our story for the hyperspace yeah. segment. And this is the last show of the year, ladies and gentlemen. The Star Wars on Direct Staff, Danny, our producer, Brian, my co host, Frank, our sound editor, Martin, our Star Wars Galaxies panelist, Nathan, our guest editorialist, and myself, Sebastian would like to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah and Happy Kwanzaa to those who celebrate those Th- Those holidays. holidays. Yeah. We also like to, to, to tell those people who are just like me and Brian and celebrate Chrismica as well. Merry Chrismica. <laughs> and we'd like, presents. we'd like to thank our, our many listeners from both the English and the French show for making the 2003 year a wonderful year for us. And we hope that the 2004 year will be a great year for Fran Audio, for ourselves, for all the Fan Audio productions out there, for all the Fan Audio show out there. And here I am signing off and telling you, see you next year on Star Wars on Direct, the Goodbye. voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs.
You were listening to Star Wars en direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. sure to visit www.swandirect.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Cyclan.net, c'est... Les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. Sir, if you're not be meeting me, I'll close down for a while.